0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from fuzz TV. I am Peter, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt.
1: Hey, what's up, Connor Kent's real, and you can't tell me any different. Don't you start. Don't you start uh, with that imaginary BS.
0: <laughs> for the for the audio people, I have initiated the Matt button, and that is a nice big thing that comes up on the screen in the video version that says, "Have you seen my imaginary friend, Connor Kent? Uh, created by one of our imaginary. patrons." He is imaginary. I'll tell you who's not not. imaginary. Matt, (laughs) let me do the other introduction. Jesus Christ, let it go. I'll tell you who's not imaginary. Uh, Who has the name Connor. It's spelled Connor. Connor's here. He's back and he's going to be doing Red Hood this week. Exciting.
2: Yeah, I returned and thought, can I get away with not doing it? But no.
0: Well, you were going to argue and say, I'll do it next week because I've got more time free next week. I'm going to leave it to week three. But then you, you just went ahead, you soldiered on through, you got it done. I did, I
2: did. I so, was like, I can't bear the thought of leaving it a whole week with it on my mind.
0: <laughs> so Connor's Corner is going to be here on this week's show. What is that, you ask? That is uh, a Patreon tier that someone pays for, David Short in this case, specifically. Uh, he also made our buttons. He uh, He's making Connor read Red Hood and the Outlaws. In this case, this month, that is issue 8. So. Uh, I didn't realise they were one of the same. That, yeah, is,
1: yeah. Fantastic. Yep, that yep. is fantastic. That is fantastic. Except for my button, which I hate, and I would gladly trade the real Connor for Connor (laughs) Kent. In a heartbeat.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll take that away now. I feel, I feel like that's been up nice, nice and long now. Uh, so yeah, that's what's coming up on this week's show. Uh, of course, all the book reviews we're going to do, which this week includes Dark Days, The Casting, number 1, Detective Comics, 960, Action Comics, 983, Wonder Woman, number 26, The Flash, 26, Titans, number 13, Supergirl, 11, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Core number 24, Superwoman, 12, New Superman, 13, Batgirl and The Birds of Prey, number 12, And then the aforementioned Red Hood and The Outlaws, number eight. So that's what's coming up on this week's show. As well as some news, there's some news as well. Uh, So, packed week. but Busy times. Complete contrast to last week when it was just me and Matt and it was like six books and we were like, you know, we got to like an hour and we're like, oh, that's that's about everything, Matt. uh, What, play a game or...
2: (laughs) I I took the wrong week off.
0: Play I Spy or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's coming up. Um... Yeah, so I think I think I'll uh, skip the the small talk this week, and we'll just uh, get straight into the news. In, in the interest of time, and this probably been a lengthy show as it is. So, uh, yeah, Connor had a nice week. Matt had a nice week. I had a nice week. Everyone had nice weeks.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, Connor had uh, a
2: mediocre week. Yeah, pretty much. Because
1: he's a mediocre person. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Zing! <laughs> you <laughs> burnt.
0: <laughs> uh, Matt, there's a word for that. It's called ginger. Uh,
2: not going to think that with the response.
0: No, he's not. Uh, not not bad. Not evil. Not even thoroughly unlikable. Just mediocre. In the life of mediocrity. <laughs> Well, what's this news? Let's get they on news. It. Yeah, let's talk about some news. There's some DC Comics news. Now, there was some early solicits this week. I did actually ignore them. Uh, normally I'll, I'll you know I'll, p- I'll pick them out, because that's usually the only news we'd have this week. But there's actual proper news, so I'm just going to leave the early solicits to go with the rest of the solicits, if they're of, of interest. Some of them weren't, some of them were like... You, you know how we already had the uh, the action detective solicits for the start of the arcs that were kind of tying into Doomsday mm-hmm. Clock? You know, the Oz effect and whatever the detective one was called? Uh, we had like, the next two issues of each of those. In fact, Action gave us the next three. For some reason, the early November issue, because it was the final one of the arc, was also solicited early. But, so we had those, but there was no part ones, I don't think. Uh, I think Green Arrow might have had one, but we'll just save it for next week when we get all the, all the solicits, and we'll talk about the part ones there. Uh, but we had new things announced. Um, we had two graphic novels and two new miniseries announced. So uh, First up, we have Batman, the Dark Prince Charming. Uh, which is going to be a two-part graphic novel, with the first part coming out in November. And uh, this is uh, from European comics, well, the the article says Master, uh, Enrico Marini, who I think is writing and doing the art. Uh, I'm not familiar, and I believe this is the yeah, it's his American comics debut. He's never, everything he's done before now, I think, has been a foreign language. So... Uh, this is the first time we're really going to get a glimpse of seeing what he can do. I will say the uh, panels and the pages that were in the article, along with this announcement, look quite nice.
2: The art is gorgeous, yeah.
0: It's very pretty. So I have no idea what, what, what the dude's like as a writer, but at least from an art point of view, I think we're in for something special uh, with this.
2: D- did you read the synopsis of what it's about?
0: I was just going to give you the, uh, oh. the one I got, got from whatever site I got it from. Uh, so it starting... What what secret connection do both Batman and the Joker share with a strange and mysterious young girl? After she's kidnapped by the Joker, Batman must plunge deep into the underworld of Gotham City and race against time to find out where she's being held. The stakes are high, and for Batman, it's personal. Uh, and this does not seem to be in continuity. This definitely feels like a out of continuity book. At least from oh, what I can tell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it looks really, really pretty, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I mean, definitely just for a this. start,
2: from what you can see, it's not the the rebirth outfit.
0: Yeah, uh, and Gotham has this kind of orange glow to it. It's got a very pretty. Uh, it yeah, kind of reminds classic. me, actually. Uh, it reminds me of European films, actually. Uh, that that yellow sort of glow. Yeah. That, that he's, he's using his, his style. Uh, so really, really pretty. All right, uh, the other graphic novel we got announced was Green Lantern Earth One volume one uh, and first of all so earth one's still a thing uh, I, I keep thinking it's dead and then they keep just announcing a new one one just slips out of nowhere doesn't it well it's, As... the, it's the pacing it's like we go like a year without hearing anything about them and then all of a sudden oh here's a new earth one yeah. well why, why make
1: it an earth one and not just a like this dark prince charming just make it a OGN. Yeah.
2: They're think, insisting on this Earth 1 line for whatever reason. It, do you know what I think
0: it is? I don't even necessarily think... I mean, they might connect some of them later, but honestly, I feel like it's more of a branding thing than it is anything else. It's like, oh, we have a banner we can put in all of them that make them feel like a family, even if we're never actually going to have crossovers between the, the various Earth um, 1 versions. I think,
2: to be fair, tonally, they kind of tend to be similar.
0: Yeah, they're all a bit darker, they're all a bit more... And typically better than the New 52 tried it. From what I've yeah. read, at least uh, I've not read all of them. Because they
1: feel they feel genuine. Even even stuff I didn't like, like Lemire's Teen Titans, it feels like it's coming from a place they're not trying to just make it dark and
0: yeah. Gritty. I've, I've not read the Teen Titans one or Wonder Woman. I read the first Superman and I read the first Batman one. I've not read any since, and I actually quite enjoyed the first Batman one. So I
2: probably should go back and read volume. Yeah, two. I, I really like the first Batman one. Too. I didn't like the Superman one at all. I read the first two Superman ones just on the hopes that the second one would be yeah. better.
0: I didn't hate the Superman, Like it was definitely like a different, Like it wasn't our Superman, it was uh, this different take on it. I didn't hate it at the time, admittedly I might feel different if I went back and read it now. I just didn't think it was that well
2: written, was my problem. Yeah, uh,
0: but it was definitely doing its own thing, it was like, no no this is a very different type of Superman, this is a sort of more edgy teen Superman, he's younger, he's a very different type of character. Uh, so they're hit and miss. That said, this Green Lantern one looks very promising. Because uh, basically the idea here is uh, it's going to be more of a hard sci-fi version of Green Lantern. And it's coming from the husband and wife team of Karina Becklo, be- not Beko, sorry uh, and uh, Gabriel Hardman and Hardman actually storyboarded Interstellar to maybe give you an idea of uh, yeah. the sort of science fiction pedigree that's coming into this. I've, I've read
2: some of their work, they did a bunch of the some Star Wars stuff back oh, really? when it was awesome. with Dark Horse. So I've read some of that. Good. Yeah, it was. Cool. Okay. Uh, the story sees Hal Jordan
0: re-envisioned as an astronaut who seeks the thrill of discovery, yet finds himself in an unfulfilling job prospecting asteroids for Ferris Galactic. So Ferris, Ferris Air is not a, 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 a you know plane company anymore. It's a NASA knockoff. Or,
3: uh,
1: or it's, a, it's like Virgin, where he, he, they can have both.
0: Uh,
1: know, yeah, he just I works for, that, for the branch, but... I need a Ferris Galactus shirt, like, right now. <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> That's cool. His fortunes change when he finds a powerful green ring and learns that it came from the Green Latin Corps, a group that was long ago murdered by killing machines called Manhunters. This sets him on a mission to reinstate the Corps, a nearly impossible task for the fearless Jordan. So, the Corps' dead when he finds the ring. So, it was doing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. It, it's kind of. It's one of one of the things to, to bring up Star Wars, which I know I usually get some flack for doing. Uh, on this show by certain people who love Star Wars uh, but I'm going to compliment part of Star Wars here to say what I mean here I, one of the things I really like about Star Wars is the idea that the Jedi is like dead it's done and it's just the remnants of it that's left and it's like tapping into this power that's been forgotten or whatever I kind of like that idea and the idea that Green Lantern's going to try that kind of thing where no the core's gone it's dead uh,
2: but there's this little slither of life still remaining this little glimmer of light if you yeah, will yeah it, it feels like it's kind of working in kyle's origin to it yeah a little mm-hmm. bit but as the, the torchbearer yeah that's kind of what it feels like where you know they're pretty much gone and you know he's got to bring it back yeah
0: uh this feels a lot more like this this may have happened a long time ago whereas when kyle became green ladder, obviously it wasn't wasn't that long since we'd had john and yeah hal yeah. doing stuff and all that whereas this feels it's going to be more of a mystery kind of element to it which I kind of like? Uh, yeah. And I think the, mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me is the the cover which they put out with this new story is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really playing with the idea that there's hardly any light in space, so the the greens only lighting them to a point, and he's wearing an astronaut so it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, so no, uh, so I, I mean I I wasn't against reading like Wonder Woman or Teen Titans, but I wasn't I didn't care enough to actually seek them out and read them either. Whereas this, I'm like you know I actually kind of really want to read this. This looks quite good. Yeah,
2: that's out in March, I think. Yeah, March 2018, so, uh,
0: yeah, so, yeah, that's another interesting graphic novel coming.
2: It's nice that you'd be excited for one of the Earth One books for the first time since, you know, Batman.
0: Yeah, it's also nice that they they do feel kind of standalone enough that you don't really care that if, you know, if you didn't like some of the other ones, it doesn't really matter. You can just jump in.
1: Yeah. Well, I was excited for Lemire's Teen Titans, and then Uh, I really didn't like it, and I think I've never really taken a book back to my shop to be like, hey, can I try this in for something else? Because I just <laughs> didn't. And luckily my shop, you know, let me. But they did a volume two and I just skipped it. But most of the other ones, I haven't read the Superman ones because people told me to stay away. Probably because I don't you, want to destroy the city block. You you, so. you would
0: probably be in prison after you read those. <laughs> you know.
1: So that, that's, that's why I haven't read those. But I really do like the Batman ones. The Batman ones are... I think the gems of the line, which is weird for me to say, but hey, did boys, anyone
2: read the one 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 yet? Frank. Yeah, I the one one one's good, but it's. I want to check it out because it's got a uh, Paquette on art, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Morrison
1: doing, not Morrisony things or it's out there, but it's just it's like social commentary things that, mm. you know, kind of like the first that. action comics, yeah. Run from New Fifty Two. <laughs> oh, I like that.
0: Yeah, if there's one yeah. thing to turned me off, it's oh, it's like the action comics run from the start of the New Fifty Two. Oh,
1: well God. I just mean where it, it doesn't go to those heady places, but it's just more of the social constructs. So okay.
0: But I, I, like, I think at first, when they first announced it, I was like, oh, it's going to be like the ultimate line for Marvel, where it's this new universe, and they all interconnect, but it's all more planned, and it's not really been that, and that was disappointing at first, but honestly, given that some of them have been kind of bad, and some of them have been kind of good, it's kind of nice that I can just... Nah, I think nah, that just... was
2: probably the original plan, where yeah. there was supposed to be a book every year, or whatever it was.
0: Arguably, I should have been quicker on that. That was my first
2: complaint, was that... Well, that's is... it's because they were targeting the bookstores though, rather than you know the yeah. comic shops. The shops. So because of that, you want one a year is kind of a good release schedule for that. No, it's as, not. As market, re- market research says, it is.
0: That is far too slow. If, if you if they were actually going to start connecting things together, like it was going to take ages before we'd even establish enough no, characters no, to I do know, any No, But of like that. when
2: you get a series of books, typically if you've got them all done, they'll say release one a year because that's what sells best. Oh yeah, but and you, this is what no, DC was trying to emulate.
0: No, but are you saying Earth One in general or just like the one character on yeah. Earth One? Yeah, no. Earth, Earth one, one, one in is general one. is far too slow. One a year. That was never going to get anywhere. What I want
1: to say is, if they want to do an ultimate line, you can just spin it out of American Alien. And we have the sequel coming. Yeah. So, you know, that, that seems to be more in line with the Ultimate, where you're updating characters to Potent-
0: potentially. today's. Potentially. Of course, the thing with the Ultimate line was they, they started with a few ongoings that made it like feel like an actual universe yeah. that was thriving and happening, whereas... All, all I mean, these are all great, these Elseworlds and stuff, but they, they don't really feel like they're building a universe per se in that same way, because that is just kind of... You know, yeah, Earth well, One's so one well, book every two years, it feels like. Um, I, I I remember waiting for. Uh, I think Batman Volume Two was like what three years after I think Volume it was One.
2: Three years, and they say they're still working on Volume Three, but obviously, Johns is is busy doing all his TV stuff as well as.
1: Oh, well, and Frank, I I think Frank did finish the pencils on it. So all right, it's just the. Think? I think so. I think he he to finish that before he started Doomsday Clock because I think I remember reading. That, that that was done so he can
2: go on to
0: his next project alright okay so here's a surprising mini-series announcement uh, so Batman the Shadow has been pretty enjoyable uh, three issues of that out so far well apparently it was selling well because they've already announced Shadow Batman which I kind of hate that they just flipped the names around that's kinda sh- that annoys me <laughs> that's up there with movie titles just taking away the word there as if that oh no it's got a new name like, no shut up just give it a proper sequel name you bastards uh, but yeah, Shadow Batman number one, which is going to be written by Steve Orlando, who has been co-writing the the first series, so so Snyder's uh, not going to be on the second book.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but that starts in October, uh, October fourth. I've got the solicit text here if if you're curious. Uh, the world's greatest mystery, the world's greatest detective. They can barely stand each other, so how will they possibly deal with the world's greatest evil? What legacy can two of the world's most enduring icons of justice leave once they discover an ancient evil that has been living inside the world they protect for centuries, attached to its heart? Can Batman in the Shadow save the world without killing it in the process? Probably. Good guys yeah. usually win. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been enjoying this first series. I don't know if I was really wanting a second one right away. It's a bit quick,
2: but...
1: Or or that's written by Orlando. I, th-
2: I think to me that just tells you how much... Because obviously Orlando's co-writing this current one. Mm-hmm. I think it just tells me that Snyder probably plotted the overall story and then Orlando's been dealing with the scripts. Probably. If he's if he's going on to this right. one on his own, it feels like he's just graduated just doing it all. Which is probably why I've not been frustrated with the dialogue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Could be.
0: Yeah. I, I, th- I think that makes sense. Um... But yeah, I'll check it. I mean, assuming the ending of this one doesn't leave me better, but I've been enjoying it uh, well enough, so. I don't see why I
2: wouldn't. And, and it. that's the question, though, is is this ending now going to have a complete rounded ending, or is it going to be they were hoping for the sequel the whole time, so it's just going to lead in? It's possible to say right now. I mean, yeah. it could
0: be. It's hard to say. Uh, a lot of series to get announced this week, and apparently they're getting all their, their early com- It feels like there's not going to be any big announcements for Comic Con, which is kind of a shame. If this is. I mean,. For all I know, they could have a big, new, ongoing series they want to announce next week. I don't know. But it kind of feels like it's we're not ready for those yet, because all of those are going to come out of uh, like you know Doomsday Clock, and that's not going to finish until sometime next year, so we're probably going to get announcements for big stuff until later in the year, which is a shame. Uh, but, we're, so another miniseries, this one by Neil Adams, uh, both art and writing, of course. Uh, Dead Man, it's just called Dead Man, first issue is Dead Man, issue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, The arc is called journey into death part one when we last left dead man the true story had barely begun dead man's death was unsolved and the fate and his fate was intertwined with that of his parents and siblings even the dark knight detective couldn't solve the mysteries of boston brand's fantastic secrets now batman is back confronted dead man about what was really behind his death was boston brand's assassination a test for the league of assassins why does Batman think Razalgul well, yeah, I can't speak today. Why does Batman yeah. think that Ra's Al Ghul was involved? And why does Deadman need the help of Zatanna, Phantom Stranger, Doctor Fate, and the Spectre to defend
2: Nana Perbet? This sounds that shit insane. I like the Sounds sounds I... like the Shadow Pack. I like that Matt
0: was probably zoning out during the Batman portion of that paragraph. And then I got to that list of characters at the end and then he's like, Oh wait, I'm perking back up, what's going on? Tell uh, me, tell me about it. <laughs>
1: Montana, Deadman, yeah, Nanda Parbat, used as not the Razzle hangout. No, I'm always <laughs> fan of that.
2: I don't know. Like the, the last thing I read from him was batshit insane. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting more of that. And you kind of just want want to finish it out of the the roller coaster of insanity.
0: I I mean, obviously we really like that last Deadman mini we had. Uh, Forbidden yeah. Mansion or man- Dark Mansion or Forbidden Love—that was the title. Uh, yep. So, and yeah, nothing about the description puts me off. I, admittedly, I'm not sold on the on Neil Adams. Like, I feel like I might—you know—I'll try this for sure, but I feel like I might just be like, yeah, this isn't for me. Uh, but we'll see. I'll, I'll give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I, I forced myself to read his right. What was it? Reign of the Superman. hmm And it was just, man, um, I got forty sheets in, I couldn't do it no more. It was yeah. like hitting yourself in the hand with a hammer. I, it's like, why am I doing this to myself? I don't think
0: I even finished the first issue of that. I think I started it. Yeah.
2: I, think, I think I finished the series. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> got, I have, I have it, a it friend.
1: Ca- Go ahead, Connor.
2: I was just kind of reading it because I was like, I need to see where this goes. I need to see what happens. I don't really remember it, though. I just remember that feeling.
1: I, I have a friend that tried to read Batman Odyssey going on six times and he gets a little bit into it and is like why am i doing this so you know uh, it's, I don't, it's just, just neil adams he's his own kind of guy i guess
0: mm, I, I don't know if connor not remembering if he finished it or not because so, <laughs> he said he remembered the desire to keep reading but the fact that you don't remember if you finished
2: it maybe it tells you what you need to know about <laughs> Neil Adams. yeah that's it i just i just remember the feeling of knowing i needed to carry on because because I just needed to see what happened next because it was just so stupid and ridiculous. But I don't yeah. know if she did.
0: That reminds me of something else you quite like. <laughs>
1: it's funny when it happens to someone else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm, yes, the button was employed there for uh, audio listeners. Uh, so <laughs> that, that is the news. Uh, so yeah, t- to a new miniseries... Uh, into graphic novels. I'm actually really pumped for the graphic novels, so that's cool. Uh, Shadow sure. Batman should be fun. Uh, no Always my, it shouldn't be. So excellent. There we go. That is that is that is the news. So we can get into the the giant stack of comics that have came from DC this mm-hmm. week. Of course, first up this week is Dark Days. The casting number one, Scott Snyder writing along with uh, James the fourth and we have art once again by Andy Kubert, Jim Lee, and John Romita Jr. And uh, here we go. So this is the second of two preload issues of Dark Knight's Metal. I'm just going to... I get why they did it, because they like to like have different artists for the first two issues, and they get to sell three mm-hmm. issue ones. But, it, I mean, just call it Dark Knight's Metal 1 and 2, and have it be any issue series. Stop, stop having your cake and eating it, I'm, I'm
2: hoping that when, when the first issue starts, it feels different enough to justify why these two were separate. Yeah,
1: especially with the Capullo art... I feel it's yeah. too.
2: I feel like this could have been a one and two, okay, and yeah, it then could have been... start with a one. That is yeah. a good
0: point. Even even if the main series feels different, this very much could have just been one and two. Yeah, I yeah.
1: mean, yeah, but this is also kind of like countdown to Infinite Crisis, where it's setting up events. It's Just it's weird that we had two of them instead of just the one.
0: And why you it know? would be one and two because it would be parts one and two of the, but, that of that process.
1: Yeah, but but countdown to Infinite Crisis wasn't like issue one of Infinite Crisis. You know, it set up all of the the different through lines, even of the, the minis, like the OMAC Project and
3: Village oh, sure.
1: United ran Thanagar War. So, and I feel like these are doing the same kind of thing, but you really can't call it a countdown.
2: Right, it's really not a countdown to I, metal. I, I, I don't mind these being a prelude. But yeah. I think it should have been one series prelude like issues one and two yeah that's, and then what, I'm, that's, that's what i was saying that's what i saying like
1: this should have been issue one and two of metal i, was well, like, I, I said that agree. at first
0: i said that at first but then okay. connor brought up there like just these should have been okay. one and two of their own thing and then metal yeah. metal feels different
1: well then yeah then that's fine
0: like had yeah. you had two countdown to infinite crisis for example they could have been one and yeah. two instead of being okay. countdown to infinite crisis and then countdown time for its greatest zero hour or whatever you like to call the second one, that would have been confusing but,
2: but... Uh, I'd have just called this Dark Days 1 and 2 yeah. and then Dark yeah. Nights
0: yes yeah, yeah and then Casting and Forge would just be the, the titles on the title page yeah. for the yeah. for the story aye but anyway let's talk about what's actually in the, the bloody book, uh, I think the arc is even shakier this time than it
1: was in the oh, Forge the hey I'm being this... diplomatic alright <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is simultaneously the stuff that I love that Snyder did as Batman and hated. So, um, I really love the first issue. The, the Forge was so much fun and got me hyped. You, Matt, this you, one
0: is. I, I really thought you were going to talk about the art there because you you responded to my article, you said yeah. oh that's that's being generous, jerry's Pete and then you then you immediately went into something else. I just I thought you were going to go yeah. into the art, but yeah. Go, no, go well, that,
1: that's yeah. part that's part of the problem. But like, this felt like. He, he was just plucking storylines from the air because he forgot to set them up in the Forge. Mm. You know, like, you know. Well, we got more of the Joker plot, but I don't necessarily know if more was better. So, mm. but yeah.
0: I'm definitely a lot more mixed on this one than I was the
2: Forge. Mm-hmm. Art okay. aside, which I am much more down on, even though I wasn't really... Positive on it last issue. Well, no, I don't yeah. think any of us were. I think we were all. Critical I think of... we all thought the art was individually fine, but it didn't really flow oh. well. No, Ramita Junior is not fine. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, well.
1: I I still don't understand. Like this is broken up into vignettes. That why couldn't one artist just do the Hawk stuff, and one do the Joker and Duke and Hal stuff, and the other do Batman story? Like there's three artists, right? Yeah. It's like it's so. Why are you? Why are we flipping through and we see, you know, Duke and Joker done by Hubert and then Duke and uh, Joker done by J.R.J.R., John Romita Jr. Took me a second. Forgot his name. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. remembered his initials. Very but <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like turning the page and it being a different no. artist. It just uh, it that, takes that,
2: me out. That's my biggest problem with the set these is that it just doesn't flow properly when when i like, say you've got it split up so easily already you can divide it up just so neatly and not have especially
0: problem. especially the hawk stuff because that is like total flashback yeah. it's a completely different perspective like you get away yeah. with having a different artist for that stuff if you do it that way
1: yeah, yeah. exactly so uh yeah. but the first half i really did like because i liked getting you know trying to figure out what exactly batman was doing because um, you see him fighting a griffin with with wonder woman but yeah it's pretty cool and and i liked what you know the journals of carter hall like what they were setting up there with the immortals and stuff. i thought that was really they really connected the forge to the casting and then we get to the the back half which i wasn't a as big of a fan of because it just it kind of takes liberties with the reader and like
0: I think there's the stuff I like about this but it's kind of like what you said Matt there's the stuff I like about this but then there's stuff that feels very much like the, the worst parts of Snyder's Batman and obviously they brought up that stupid machine the stupid invention I, thing. Talked, I
2: told you they were going to when it when it popped up in All-Star and, like, he's reminding us of this and
0: I yeah. you know I started to roll my eyes immediately and I hated Connor because he was a messenger and I was like that damn Connor he's to blame <laughs> Look, you, you, it would have happened either way whether I'd have said it or not you're almost as Snide does almost as much to blame as you. You have more blame.
1: Ah, scissor, ginger, and mediocre. <laughs> so, so, but uh, yeah, that stupid machine that never made any sense to begin with. Like, even reading his Batman, like, you can't recreate Bruce. Like, that's that's the one thing. Even as an anti-Bruce uh, Wayne reader that I am, it's a very specific sense of circumstances that have built Bruce Wayne into being Batman. And you can't... Like, that's the whole point of Dick Grayson as Batman. He's different. And even Tim Drake, if he ever takes over, he's going to be a different kind of Batman, even though they have similar pathways.
0: Yeah. I think so, a lot a lot of the stories between Batman and these other characters is usually to show that while there are connective tissue, while there's, while there's yeah. stuff that connects them and bonds them, they are different people. Uh, and you see that all the time. it just seems
1: cruel that if he's wanting to create a Batman because the whole point of this machine is to ensure Gotham always as a Batman that you're going to plug someone into this machine and make them go through what Bruce did and yeah. it's somehow well, going I mean, to make them just like Bruce is
2: just that's dumb like, to be fair wasn't when this originally was brought up there was a cloning machine as well so there was just a literal a Bruce Wayne but he was blank no it was it was <laughs> he, he he worked out like when it was originally in I think it was detective comics twenty seven you know, when they did that big issue and it was so they had a cloning machine, but whenever they came out they came out blank and he was like right this is the optimum amount of time that you can be Batman before you you know your physical capabilities start to diminish so you've got to be replaced then, and that Batman then has to pass the memories along with this machine
0: yeah I hear all of it no. I'm going. Yeah. To, I'm going to put a cap on this part of the conversation here because we've uh-huh. spoke about this before and how much we hate this machine. Or at least me and Matt have. Connor maybe not as mm-hmm. not as much, but um, we have definitely had this conversation before. So I'm going to let's go actually talk about what's new in this issue and what the, the rundown of stuff is here. Because spinning out from that specifically, so when so when Bruce became Batman again when he he went into the machine to give himself his memories uh-huh. back, right at the end of Snyder's run. He had some of this metal. Uh, there's was various well, different. Uh, yeah, Yes, so there, there was various subsets of it. There was Dionysium, There was other ones that they mentioned. Uh, there was like three or four, and but he had this one in his head, and because of that, when this machine went off, it triggered all these visions of other versions of him dying, and he basically got a glimpse, at least from what we can tell right now, of the dark multiverse. Right, that's what, that's what it yeah. seems to be. So that's what set off this obsession about trying to like find what's going on and what 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 is the Dark Multiverse. He's looking for answers. That's kinda of like what spurred on this whole quest that he seems to And this that, is maybe part of my problem with these two issues, uh really thinking about it, is that everything in these two issues is telling us oh he's been on this quest, he's been doing everything for he's been obsessed mm-hmm. about this, and I feel like there's been nothing in any of the Batman books over the last year and a half yeah. or whatever it's been that hints because that he's been he hasn't doing been any of this.
1: Yeah, yeah, Snyder hasn't been writing them, so, and what we've gotten, I mean, you can kind of, like, just peeking forward into Detective, kind of ties in a little bit. Th- there's a little there's a little,
0: there's a little, nugget in yeah. Detective this week that they put in specifically, and that was appreciated, it was kind of nice, yeah. but it wasn't really enough, like, it, yeah. it feels like Snyder in this book saying, no, no, Batman's been obsessed with doing this for ages, he's, he's had Joker trapped in, a, in the basement in the Batcave, he's, he's got his machine and all that, he's, Apparently, Duke ties into all this. We're going to get to Duke and his involvement in the whole thing, uh, which you know, yeah. So. Can just
1: say, tell based on my side how I feel about that. <laughs> Although I do like uh, Joker calling him useless because that's what we've called him numerous times. I don't know if you know sharing a thought with the Joker is necessarily the best thing, but I, you know. I
2: do think that was intentional. I feel like the, the that was meant to be like you know that, that's how the reader does see him. Mm-hmm. And I think, to be fair, most people do see him as kind of useless because yeah. what's he actually done in well, the last year? He's
0: been a frustrating character because this whole vague thing where you know everyone keeps saying, "Oh, is that the new Robin?" About, no, he's something else. It's like, well, what's something
2: else? You've been saying that for a goddamn year now. What the hell mm-hmm. is something else? Right. So I, I did actually appreciate the the like, the Joker still kind of pointing that out, and it felt like you were going, "Hey, no." We're aware you've been feeling this. That yeah. was intentional. Mm-hmm. Jo- jo- yeah, Joko was fine. Like, him, whole,
0: his whole thing where you we know, went off the... I think it was the end game. Where, that was the arc, yeah? End game? Yeah. Yeah, where he went off the uh, the cliff inside the cave and he landed apparently in some of this metal and that's what healed his face. And
1: Well, no, that was Death of the Family because that's what healed his face because he was healed was by the time he okay, came okay. back. Okay, Death game.
0: of the Family, right? Whenever that happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever he went off the inside the cave, mm-hmm. uh, that's what healed his face was this, was this metal. Um so he, he even he's kind of invested in what's going on and that that's partly why batman's been yeah but basically there's hints like someone else says to batman uh he, he i think it's tally that says to him oh you've even got one of the one of the signals in, in your cave like one of these yeah. beacons and it's whoever's coming from the dark Multiverse, whoever this big bad who's coming from the this uh dark place is it's all these these uh Oh, to get to the later reveal, the metas that are sort of shining the way for him. Because it's revealed that in the DCU, of course, we use the word meta to uh, describe someone who has powers, right? Who, mm-hmm. who have been altered in some capacity to have powers. Not all of them, of course. Superman's an alien, Wonder Woman's an Amazon. Right. Like, there's a lot of characters who don't fit into that category. But, the,
1: but that's the thing. Who, who else is a meta that we've seen? Because... Like, um. There hasn't been that many... Since even New 52. Because, like, I always remember Jay Garrick. That was his thing. He was a meta. And that his meta power allowed him to to tap into the speed force. Mm, yeah. You know? And they wrote that in later. But he's been gone. So, everyone else has gotten their powers through science or technology. Like, you think through DC's roster, and they don't have a lot of people that just well, were born well, with power.
0: What well, about villains, though? i sure there's a lot of villains. <laughs> like, Flash's Rogue Gallery and stuff. A lot of them must be metas.
1: Go go through and, and think. Most of them still are still getting their stuff through technology or you know alien stuff, right? Like so. I just, once I, they started I'm, bringing up metas. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, like, com-
0: I'm not comfortable blanket saying that since the new fifty two there's been no metas. I I, really, I, guess,
2: I I don't feel confident saying yeah, that. <laughs> an argument against it is all these people you know like the science activated the powers, mm. but what if it was only because they were I think but, the word Tali uses is their, their potentials.
1: But so, so, are we talking like cyborg then? Like, he was always meant, like, he was this gifted athlete that had a metagene that wasn't activated until Dark Side? No, I, I was thinking him.
2: more, more someone like like Barry Allen, you know, where it was a scientific experiment that kind of gave him the, the connection to the speed force at the time, right? Yeah. So, I guess. Well, that's it was, what I'm saying.
1: They just. For, for Snyder to suddenly bring up the metas, it's just it's kind of weird considering they haven't played a huge. Like, sure, there might have been a villain here or there that was a meta, right? But it's not like they've been given the spotlight. So, you know, which Honestly, is cool, like awesome. Create a whole new class of characters. Yeah, and I feel that's a, that's why they're doing it to set oh. up the stuff that's coming out of it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure, I mean, even if I've not had a lot of metas recently, I'm sure this will be a factor in new metas coming forward, like, you know, who are the yeah. new metas and whatnot. Honestly, though, my problems, if I have problems with this, don't don't relate to that, like, because metas have just always been part of DC, so even if I've not seen them recently, I feel like, you know, they, they're out there, they exist, like, they've always kind of been a part of the fabric of the world. <laughs> the idea that meta is just the word metal missing the last letter, that really, that bugs yeah. me.
1: Well, because oh, it comes from the, the term is meta-human, because they're, they're not quite human. Yeah. But now they're metal-humans minus an L. Like, that's dumb. It just, we already have the metal men, alright? There,
0: there's two things in here that just feels like super easy and kind of cheap little tricks. There's the whole meta being essentially metal without the L, and then there's the fact that Nth Metal is apparently the ninth metal uh, yeah, that comes from this metal. I talked comes to from... Pete
1: about this earlier. In the week, I was like, Yeah, I always read it as ninth because I was kind of skimming through as a kid. And I was like, Yeah, it's just ninth,
2: ninth metal. Uh, yeah. Missing uh, that I there's wonder no. If, I wonder if other people and, did and do that, though. Yeah.
0: Other people might. Have. I've always just read it as nth yeah. metal. Uh, and certainly whenever I've heard the creators talk about it, it's always been nth metal, from what I remember. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with this one,
1: though. Well, not, well, the fact that they set up that this weapon of the gods that Wonder Woman gives, it's like Apollo's sword. You know, and That's, it's really cool. Like yeah.
2: it's yeah, the sunblock uh,
1: Yeah, and that that it was the eighth, and it's the strongest. But the wizard Shazam, which that was a dope moment that I really. Oh, don't get me for. wrong. Yeah, see, obviously, yeah.
0: I, I was early on when you when you, when you see the Hawks going to do this, like all these robed guys, and it's the Immortals, and you can tell one's Raz, yeah. where one's the mm-hmm. vampire chick uh, Seward. Seward. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you could speculate as to who all the who all the other mortals are. Well, because they mention,
1: like, there's a, a caption in it, you know, they talk about a man as old as America and then a man as old as that's the That's right, Earth.
0: yeah. There's some teasies about who each of them are, yeah. Yeah, and, um,
1: you know, the I mean Demon of Camelot, but we get the Wizard Shazam. Well, that's the and thing, stabs
0: though. You, you see him there, right, and you're not really sure, you're not positive that it's him. Like, right? you're thinking, oh, he's got a beard, it looks kind of like the you Wizard know, Shazam. And then yeah. it's later on when, when he, he convinces Talia to hand over the the dagger. And she's like, oh, yeah. uh, apparently the, the wizard who made this, you know, a, a little bit of his power's in there. And if he speak his name, you he can hear it. And you're like, oh, shit. And
2: then you see the logo on the blade. You see the Shazam logo. Do you know what yeah. I thought was most interesting, though? It's the Black Adam colours.
0: It is, yeah. yeah black and yellow. Or black and gold, whatever you... Whatever black
3: and talking. gold, but, yeah.
1: but... And that makes sense, because he was first, right? Like... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: But... But so going back and rereading this before we recorded, there's a line in there that says his voice it was it rumbled like a low thunder and I was like, well, that should have been the dead giveaway you know mm. like you know and then he stabs that that dagger into this console which that console had meaning I guess I don't still don't understand that you know um, but and he creates the ninth metal, which again is kind of creating a paradox because isn't that the nth metal that powers the the hawks and has always powered the hawks like
0: well no because because uh, part of the mystery they bring up here in the hawk start stuff is that mm-hmm. they actually were reincarnating long before what they thought was their start point right uh they're actually much older but they can't remember their lives before that point uh right so that, yeah so yeah so yeah, he's came in and he's like sort of made a cut off and now they can't remember anything past that which for them makes all this mystery and talk about how uh, there was the the Judas of the birds that defected and took the symbol of the bat and all the rest of it and all that stuff comes in and
1: and that's that's what I really like that got my brain going was was all that like if they're setting up like the bat or the enemy right and that's why we're getting these dark these dark knights from the dark multiverse coming in and what has happened here that's made Batman, who's one of the greatest heroes on Earth, you know, what made him take the symbol of the bat?
2: I think what's so interesting about it for me as well is it was, like you said, it was it was the birds and then one of them broke away to become mm-hmm. the bat. And this is, the bat's kind of come back and then brought all the birds into the fall with Robin. Yeah. And, you know, all the other bird themes. Right, And then, of course, you have the court uh, owls, just to go with the thematic. Yeah. Even now, they seem to be forgetting that name, but Lark.
1: Lark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. he's a bird. But what got me with the quarter owls too is if maybe they're the Judas. They they represent the Judas of the birds. That went with the bat because they're a nocturnal bird, you know, that flies mm. like a bat, you know. Mm. So thematically, it fits in. Uh, and then there was another line about Carter Hall. Let me find it. Um just, it early on.
0: Just just to stay that on. Plays well, into this too. Well, Matt's uh, looking for his line. It just th- this whole idea of like. Part of me was worried as I was reading this because I was like, "Oh, is he going to go down some of this?" Like, you know, it was always Bruce's destiny to become a Batman because the bat means this and the bat means that, and I don't like to me a big part of Batman's characters is, is that it is an act of random that creates him, and it's not it's not destiny; it's purely yeah. circumstantial, and it becomes yeah. something he makes something out of it. Now, obviously, well, it's, it's what he
1: fears, and that he's going to harness his fear. To cause fear in other people.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's the idea here, is that the, idea, the Bat is a terrifying image, and he's he's retooled it for something good in our world, but all the other yeah. worlds... Like, are all these dark Batman, yeah. are all these dark Batman, are they the ones that broke away from the birds in each of their universes?
2: And that's... Are, they, are they angry that Bruce has co-opted the Bat to become a symbol yeah. for good again? So Possibly. they're like, no, we're, we're coming to take it back, for because this is ours. But who's the head honcho? Because
0: he... the, the narration at the end, or the voice at the end specifically, yeah. they talk about someone coming, someone's at the head of all this, the, the real father yeah. of Batman, or something yeah, like that. Said.
2: The true father.
1: Uh, it, so it screams as Dr. Hurt, though, like, <laughs> you know. Get, given that
0: we're in multiple uh, universes, in the dark multiverse, I feel like that's probably not the case, but yeah, I see what you mean.
1: Well, no, no, I don't mean it's actually, but that, that was the whole thing in Morrison's run, that Hurt claiming he created the Batman, mm. you know, and he was Batman's father and stuff, but no, the line that I found, it's it's on the very first page, um, and they're, they're, it's Hawkman and Hawkgirl walking through the Uh, museum and he says like the job never changed he was an archaeologist but the human story is a mystery told by a billion unreliable narrators and for the duration of our species i've been nothing more than a detective and a detective's bolded right Mm. but but he represents the birds already so that's what again makes me think like in a different set of circumstances bruce takes on the hawk symbol or a falcon symbol or whatever it is, but for whatever reason, whatever distorted this reality, because it says, Joker's talking about stuff's not right, you know, lights become dark, birds have become bats, what changed that made Bruce take that symbol of the bat? Unknowingly. You know? And that's that's the mystery that I like going forward. Wait, it so, the-
0: so, so, so you're thinking that Bruce was meant to take another symbol, but because the universe I, is different?
1: Yeah. Like, he was meant to take the bird, so... Like, like you'd brought up, you know, that the, a bird had turned against and joined the bats. I feel like this is almost a bat turning against the bats and joining the birds. And that's what Bruce represents. Because he's using the symbol of darkness for light. And that's kind of Batman in you know, a nutshell. Yeah. He was, he's kind of yeah. a, the hero that uses villain tactics.
2: I, I, I get it. It explains why he still surrounds himself with birds. Because he still considers himself part of that family. He just doesn't realize yeah. that he's wrong by exactly. having the bat.
0: I don't. Right. I don't know if I actually agree that what that something's not right. Because I mean, you could read that Joker thing a lot of ways. You could. You could even read that as a tease hey. of uh, like other stuff that's going on later with rebirth, if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, True. I True. don't necessarily think it's something that's wrong here. I, I think it will maybe be a case of like ultimately, if this is going to examine Batman as a character and like sort of see, okay, what makes him different from all these other universes, and why why is he the way he is? I don't necessarily think it's going to be a case of uh, some divine universe interventions cause that it may just be a simple case of like our you uni- know our world our earth our universe is more special or our bruce is right. is stronger than the other ones for for whatever reason yeah. uh, well, I'm,
1: I'm hoping the fact that they brought in that and inf- i'm gonna start calling it the infernal machine right is the fact that you can't copy bruce wayne he is one of a hmm. kind and the fact that in this earth Hey, he took the symbol of the nah,
0: bat. I'll tell you this, right? Good. I'll tell you this right now. I still, what? I still don't like the idea that Bruce ever had the idea to clone himself, right? I still, I despise yeah. that idea. But if the ultimate point to that story is that he learns that you can't just clone Bruce Wayne, that there's only one true Batman, right? That I will accept that end result as, as the ultimate goal, yeah. as something good.
1: Uh, me too, and but it, that's what I was getting to. That if that's the point of that machine is to show that no you can't just create Batman, Batman happened because of Bruce, then cool, because that's what it looks like they're setting up with these different versions that are coming that we got. Yeah, to,
0: to get cheesy, it's like the soul's an important part. You can't just make a copy. Right. Like It's it's who he is at his core. It's not just a series right. of decisions or events. It's who he is.
3: Right,
1: And and we kind of have got that through Snyder's run. like All those backups that, that we got that Tinian helped write early on, and it, it showed how special he was. Like in that pit, which I always go back to, it's like probably one of my favorite Batman short stories where he's up in, in Norway and there's, you know, those pit fighters, but they're all afraid of him because he won't kill. He just wants to keep fighting people and no one else is like that. And and a lot of those stories were, were like that, that there's no one quite like him. So he stands out and, uh, you know, that's cool. And, and you like that because he is the human that hangs out with the demigods yeah, Like, even, even Hal Jordan, who, you know, he's a guy, but he has a wish ring that he can do anything with, you know? But he has an Amazon goddess and an alien and um, a, a, whatever cyborg is, half-man, <laughs> half-machine. Whatever <Like, laughs> cyborg is. He, he's special enough to be there. And the Flash, you know, like, he stands out because he is the human amongst the gods. So... If that's where this is going, cool. I'm down for it. But that. that there's there's that just. Duke a, with the green lantern ring, too. I just like, come on, Mike.
0: There's a lot of you weirdness. You have to train to use
1: that thing, man. But, yeah. or not.
0: There's a lot of weirdness along the way. There's a lot of promising ideas in here. There's a lot of things that I think have a lot of potential to be good. There is a worry, though, that Snyder's going to Snyder up. Uh, and that's a little concerning. Um, Hopefully,
1: Capullo reigns them in, though, because we know their, their legendary struggles with one another. Early on. Mm. Um, So, hopefully, they can counterbalance. Just the fact that it's called metal and it's supposed to be like this big, huge, like rock opera of an event. You know, I'm hoping that supersedes a lot of swanky stuff.
2: Cool. Carl, you've been very quiet. Interject. Uh, I'm a little bit more positive than you guys. I agree with the the Duke stuff still. I think Mm. he's a bit. You know, we've been saying this since the start. He's kind of just irrelevant. And this feels a bit weird again. Like, I'm sure he had a name. I'm sure it was Lark. And then that seems to have been forgotten. Because, you know, the, recently they've gone, no, he hasn't got a name yet. And now it's The the Signal, was it?
0: Yeah, well, someone referred to him as The Signal. So I guess maybe that's going to be his new thing, possibly. Maybe.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I see two outcomes at the end of this for Duke. Either he's going to be dead, he'll serve his purpose, and he's gone. Which, in which case, okay. Uh, or but, he will... He will Get a new identity because you'll realize you'll become himself and realise who he is.
2: I'm gonna go with the last place
1: to, to Gotham Girl.
2: Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, We've seen that flash true. forward, so we I don't think he can die, at least not yet. That's that's nice for, uh, I think What's
1: Batman without a dead sidekick, Connor?
0: <laughs> uh, a young Batman? It's true.
1: Batman true. <laughs> and Dick Grayson, I guess? Sure. Uh, yeah. What, yeah, what if Dick be. Grayson was just the first one to survive? Like, he's had all these sidekicks before. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but this one's the one. He's an acrobat. Like, <laughs> No, no one remembers
0: uh, his first sidekick, Connor Kent. Maybe that's what you think of, Matt, whenever uh, you're talking about this this character. Uh, that,
1: that,
2: that's a hell of an so earth One story line. waiting to be told.
1: Uh. Uh. Well, DC, I'm, up, I'm your man for it. I can do it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, no, so, so we have that. And
0: I, yeah, I kind of agree. The Duke thing kind of feels like, okay, so Snyder... Because Snyder Snyder, you've been seeding a lot of these things for a long time. And it feels like... That was the thing. So as much as one of my complaints was is, is they set up in this, these two, these two books that oh, Batman's obsessed with this right now. And I feel like that wasn't that didn't really feel true because he's not actually yeah. really been hinting at it in any of the Batman stuff recently. Even his own book from what I read up until when I quit, All-Star Batman, it didn't feel like it was building to this. No. But at the same time, there's a lots of little things that do feel like, yeah, he did seed those in. It just doesn't feel like he's obsessed with this. Uh, you know, right. stuff like the elves being there, stuff like he did, in, he, nope. you know, interest. it. It
2: feels like it's a symptom of him coming off the main book where mm. up to all that point, everything that was in that main book was seeding stuff for this. Like that is is legitimately that yeah. is coming up here. But yeah. since he stopped and then we've got this year or so off where it's like, oh this stuff was supposed to have happened with, you know, the obsession hmm. and no one else has been showing that. I don't know if he just didn't reveal the plans early enough for anyone yeah. to show it. If they were solidified or to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. So so as much as that's my complaint, it does feel like he introduced Duke with this purpose in mind, like and it and the annoying fact is is it feels like he's been spinning his wheels with them for a long time, yeah. Because yeah. of it, uh, so hopefully he will feel more purposeful by the end of this. Honestly, the fact that he was able to like or tried to fight Green Lantern and the fact that he can use the ring already so easily it it feels a bit weird. It feels a bit forced. But whatever, right? i I'll, I'll go I, I did say. I will say this. I did like how. Uh, being like, yeah, Joker, you, you, yeah, I've done got my ring, but you put me next to like a bat plane. I'm a pilot, you idiot. Like, then he's, <laughs> yeah. so no, yeah. that was good stuff.
2: I, 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 just, I really like the whole the the birds and the bats thing. Me like, too. I yeah. think that's gonna be fantastic. I, I
0: do like that so far as well. I do want to point out one of the scenes with the hawks uh, when they were trying to investigate all everything at Challenger Mountain and stuff went a bit, yeah, bit wonky, yeah. bit okay. haywire. Uh, catastrophe struck, and we get this glimpse of eyes, this big monster. I don't know. It could be Cthulhu. It could be anything. I have no idea.
1: If <laughs> it's uh, Cthulhu, then I applaud because that's that's some storytelling. But yeah, whatever that is, it's big and scary. And it it, it piques yeah. my interest.
0: It does excite me that whoever this big bad is that's coming from like because obviously even though we've got these dark Batmen, they're not the ultimate big bad here. It does excite me that mm-hmm. it may be like kind of like cosmic horror in a way where it is this big yeah. ridiculous thing. This big. Yeah. God-like monster. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of excited by
2: that idea. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, also, I, I really think Snyder is is very much like Johns in that he has a thing for the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's kind of putting Hawkman on the the same level as Batman here. But you know, with, with that opening line about him being a detective, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like saying that. no. He and he's he's the bird to go with the bat, and he, he's really on the same level. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: uh, well,
1: he, he also he's working the Blackhawks in too. Yeah, which you saw. Which we saw in All Star, which he kind of used a, a perverted form of them uh, there, yeah. and so here they look like they're they're working on the same side with Carter yeah. Hall and, and Sheera.
2: So. Going back to the issue, I really like that he's fighting a Griffin at the start because that's kind of like half bird.
0: Yeah. Also, and I I want to point out as well, that, uh, Wonder Woman tells him whatever he does not to lose the uh, the sword, <laughs> and he trades yeah. it the first chance he gets. I just want to point out the. How quick but, he is.
1: that is a that is a pretty dope dagger. Like I can't a burning sword's cool, but a a dagger with a lightning bolt on it is cool too. But I I'd probably keep the flaming sword. Just it's mm. so useful. Like,
0: it's yeah, and,
2: it, and it's got a cool name. The Sunblock.
0: Cut, yeah, I'm the just go, I'm just going through now and like picking up points that we've not mentioned yet. It's worth mentioning that after the disaster, uh, Hawkman seemingly walks into the dark multiverse. Uh, I'm not sure how that quite lines up with other Hawkmans we've seen recently but whatever I'll let it go it's fine uh, not worth losing sleep over it so now uh, so what else have we obviously we've not really talked about the ending yet the first glimpse we get of everything so, so Duke puts on the ring and because he's special and he's got this metagene in him and uh, he's like a beacon, he's the signal, uh, to use the exact word they used, uh, for whatever's coming. He, he's able to show, use the machine, that stupid machine that Batman built, along with his power, along with the green lantern ring, to show him something. It's kind of convoluted, actually, when you really say it out loud like that. There's a lot of elements that go in there, but Batman goes up and he gets a vision of something that's coming. Uh, and we get these beastly bat like creature thingamajigs and dark days are over, dark nights are coming, and we get a glimpse of the dark Batman that we've we've heard about. Uh, you can clearly see the the Wonder Woman one, I think that's the is that the Flash one? No, it's not the Flash one. It's hard to tell.
2: I think the Flash one's maybe the one at the front. Uh <laughs> yeah. Maybe. i'm just saying i'm kind of glad there's not a that, superman that, that one. looks like two little lightning bolts that are making the back to me that one at hey the
0: matt what what if the reason why things are different in this world is because Superman's not in any dark multiverse and it's the influence of superman that actually ensures that
1: then i'm cool because <laughs> there's, do- there's a doomsday one like there you, is, you
0: definitely true. see that yeah, one in the back. back what what if so... uh what if, what if like in these dark multiverses though Doomsday is actually just Clark Kent.
1: I will throw something. <laughs> you hear it, you hear it a, now.
0: Matt, it's the dark multiverse. They're all evil.
1: Yeah, but I, I kind of like the idea that Superman being powered by the sun is light personified. So mm. it would make sense. He's not, his character's not in the dark multiverse. where oh. You can, can kind of pervert the rest of them. Although the Green Lantern by that thing too shouldn't be there because he's light. But... Um, eh,
0: what if he yeah. is there, right? But because there's no sun, he's just a sweet little, you know, like Flashpoint. He's just a sweet little guy who can't do anything.
1: That Snyder wrote that mini, so I wouldn't wouldn't put it past him. Oh, that's a good point. The, but but I just want to point out that the dude in the cloak behind them all mm-hmm. looks like Time Trapper. So I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. You have um, it here first, the Time Trapper.
0: If Time, Time Trapper a- is revealed to be the one behind all this. My well, guess points. Time
1: Trapper was revealed to be Superboy Prime in one of John's Legion miniseries. So I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying Super, Superboy Prime. I'm saying it looks remarkably like the Time Uh So I think that's pretty cool. That's all.
2: Yeah, I just last thing I, I want to say is that I really like the Joker's whole thing where he's like, "No, I, I'm the, I'm not the villain this time," and you know when he talks to Hal, he's like, "No, the Guardian sent you here to stop something." this is what they were trying to tell you to stop. Uh-huh. And the, I like the idea that, that it's such a big thing that even the Joker's like, eh, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it gives some perspective. They will have to justify that, though. Like,
0: for, for If this is so bad that even the Joker wants to stop it, they're going to have to justify to me with the, the how
2: bad it is later that this yeah, works no, for that's me. Yeah, that's fair. It could, it could fall flat later on. Yeah. for now, I like it. Okay. Okay, I guess so. Enough
1: with bats and birds; it's time to get back to bats and clowns. And that's what I love, Joker. Always putting himself over, you know. Like, uh, of course, that's yeah. You know, I'll help Batman if it means I get back to terrorizing him.
0: All right, so I guess I guess we spent a long time on that uh, quite rightly because it was packed with dense stuff. Um, so yeah, so metal starts next month. Uh, so finally, we'll, we'll see. You know, how does Plastic Man figure into this? Does Hawkman come back? Uh, probably does. Uh, how do the hawks I, I did the hops? I did read a little
2: interview after this. Apparently, there's something inside Plastic Man. You know, he's he's in the egg shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apparently he's hiding, holding something inside him. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Oh dear.
0: Enough talking about Batman. Let's talk about some more Batman. Uh, Detective Comics 960, <laughs> written by James Terry and the Fourth, and art by Alvaro Martinez. This is the next part of the Intelligence arc, and it was basically boils down to two things here. We still have Bruce with Zatanna. Try to talk Zatanna into giving him mm-hmm. access to the God Machine so he can ask questions and possibly get answers. And then we also have the Azrael plot going along with uh, Ascalon and Azrael himself trying to like deal deal with stuff and Yeah, that was that was that was basically it. Uh what I was maybe missing, I was missing a little bit of uh, Cass and Clayface in here. They they were yes. missed. Uh that said, I did like this issue a lot, as it
1: happens. Yeah, I liked I the more I read of Batwing, the more I love him because he is just their Tony Stark, and it's mm. unapologetic. The fact that he was essentially recreating parts of Age of Ultron Kinda, at the yeah. end there, where he's, where he's like, "Well, I'm gonna plug in some of the Ascalon AI into my own suits because nothing possibly could go wrong here." Uh, hey, we don't
0: know, We don't know that they didn't get Avengers: Age of Ultron in this world. You didn't see true. that movie. <laughs> he thinks it's so, a good idea
1: but I just like I just like Ascalon shows up and uses those suits against him because he kind of primed him by putting the AI pieces of the AI there
0: yeah um, I, I also like the banter between uh, him and Batwoman because Batwoman doesn't really have her own mm. stuff to do in this; she's just kind of there and she cracks some jokes about like, am I Igor right now uh,
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: that's, that's good uh, favorite stuff though is, is Batman and Zatanna and basically just their debate I, I like their flashback again which is kind of like setting up the, the orb but it's, again, it's them standing in the rain, really good stuff, uh, him trying to convince her and she's like, no, this is foolish, you know, we're not 17 anymore, this is too dangerous, you can't do this. Uh, and there's that great double page layout where she proves that she can do so much with magic, she, like, makes it sunny, she stops the rain, in she turns it to, yep. to, uh, leaves. Flowers. Yeah, or flowers. Flowers. Yeah, you're right, yeah, flowers. Uh... All really good stuff. Uh, art's really nice, again, this one. Uh, Martina's been doing a good, uh, good job this, this yeah. uh, arc, actually. Yeah, definitely. I love
1: his Zatanna, too, because uh, yeah. she, really she looks proper.
0: Yeah, I like his rain, especially the rain that's like running off the side of the buildings and stuff like that. There's some good stuff there, with it sort of trickling down. Yeah, it does
2: look really good. I think it's the page, the one after that double-page spread you were just on about. Yeah. That first panel where the, it's just the, the, the far shot of the tower. Mm. And it, the rain in the foreground looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, r- r- really, really nice. Uh, so, yeah, so Zatanna breaks out the orb, and she kind of reluctantly is like, "Yeah, I'm still trying to talk you about doing this." And you get that that page spread. We mentioned this when we we're talking about uh, the casting. Whether there's a little tease here where it's like one of the questions he wants to ask about is something about metal. So you, yeah, yeah. so you feel like that was just an easy thing to put in because they were talking about this orb anyway. Uh, you, you see, like, you know, Tim's there uh, dying, his death scene, the Court of Owls is there, which is probably more related to the metal, perhaps. I oh, could be wrong, mm-hmm.
2: though. Uh, but Raz is I, there, I, of I, I, don't, I don't know about that, to be fair, because the whole part of, you know, the, the Court of Owls stuff, when it first came up, was... That was been, the mystery he looked into as a kid. It was his, his first big question.
0: But, no, nah, so Raz is there. Obviously, he's worried about Raz, because Raz is the one that was erasing his uh, Memory. Memory. Uh, after after various encounters, uh, to keep him guessing and stop him from getting too close to whatever he doesn't want him to get to, uh, so no, nah, this was really good stuff. Uh, it was very quick read actually. I felt I was really surprised when I got to the last page and I was like, oh, that's it, because that was basically all the Batman and Zatanna stuff. And then you know, like, like we say, Ascalon goes to his whoever he's. Do we know who that is? The guy from the Order Saint Dumas that he goes and speaks to. That he refers to his father. No,
1: I think it's just the the who's ever leading the yeah. order right now.
0: Uh, and he's basically you know, the, your your typical evil cryptic, uh, you know, overlord. Mm. He's like, oh yeah, Jean Paul's coming back to to his son. yes go and go and find him, and uh, yep. go, go and search for your demons and whatnot. And that's when we said, he shows up at the the, the uh, Batwing's place. Was it Fox Tech? Yeah, Fox Tech. Fox Tech. He shows up at Fox Tech, and that's when we get a bit of a chasing. And then they think, oh no, we've got some backup. Jean Paul's here. But he jumps out and he's full on Asriel, like, you know, possessed,
1: full on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Although I think he's going to fight Ascalon. I, it, I feel
2: like possibly.
1: the Pseudo Sorrows and Ascalon, I think, have two different directives. So
2: Yeah, I think it will look at Ascalon as, uh, you know, trying to take its place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can see it. So, uh, it, was,
1: it was a good issue. I liked, I liked a lot of the Zatanna and Batman stuff just because I liked their relationship. I think it goes back to the animated series. Is that where it started? I, I don't really know if with, that's with where Paul it started. Dini?
0: But it's definitely one of the well places. first places. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, me too. Like I don't I don't remember hearing about it in the comics that often, you know, about them, but it was kinda Dini has always yeah. put them together and I and I like that because for his for Batman is that man of logic. And it's just kinda like, oh magic's kinda dumb, but Satana shows them that it's not quite, you know, there are rules. And I like that here. Like, you have to yeah. follow these rules. My family's been guarding this orb for generations. And, you know, I shouldn't even be doing this, but I'm going to show you. And I, I liked all that, that the trust is there between them.
0: Yeah, yeah I, th- I think I think it's interesting that, uh, like, writers now, like, obviously not all of them, but certainly someone like Tinian, who's on the younger side, probably grew mm-hmm. up watching. Batman animated series yeah so yeah. Yeah. It's, it's maybe not surprising that some of the ideas that started in that are maybe seeping out into
2: the comics world uh in a more natural way than they used to perhaps when they're trying to that's it because for a lot of people around our age there that's kind of like a, a definitive version of Batman mm-hmm. so it, it makes sense to see that kind of echo back in around this sort of time now when they're breaking into the industry yeah
0: mm-hmm. cool uh yeah, it's probably my favorite issue of the the arc so far. I'd say.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm still not like super into the Ascalon Asriel stuff. I, I enjoyed it more here because I think, I think there was a bit more you know action to it this time, and well, the the art really makes it flow.
0: That's what I, th- I, th- I think. The uh, I mean, I would agree. It's still not the best plot ever, but I, again, I think this was the most I've enjoyed it so far because. Partly because you've got this more evil father figure kind of coming into it, and you have Azrael. Something's actually happening to him. Uh, like mm-hmm. it feels like there's this battle of like, and I think Ascalon himself having more of a character because he's questioning things now. He's like, I don't understand. This was yeah, a kind of it other stops version him
2: just being a, a robot that he seemed to yeah. be before, and it's it's actually AI. He's questioning things. Yeah, and him and questioning
0: what what Azrael is, is actually yeah a lot more interesting. So it's 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 picked up that side of it for me, even though I was enjoying i was enjoying it anyway for what it was but now now it's got a little bit more weight to it
2: yeah yeah
0: all right i guess that'll take us on to action comics 983 dan jorgen's writing victor bogdanovich on art and you know that this arc in action uh, this revenge squad arc has been on such a uphill kind of swing because you know that issue where we went blind was a little bit rough in some ways Mm -hmm. and then next issue which was the last one was a lot better and we really you know the super family show up at the end this issue was right. great. I thought this was a fantastic issue of Action Comics. Yeah. I
1: agree. Yeah. Well, hey, he agrees too. so hard <laughs> that
0: he's yawning through <laughs> it. Like,
1: yeah, sorry, guys. Um, but, so I was drinking soda at the beginning. Here, Trying to, trying to get my caffeine levels up. But no, uh, Baranovich is art too, I think compared to some of the other artists we have. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing him draw Keenan in that group. It was cool to see him draw Supergirl in... Uh, steel and superwoman
0: yeah and and like, the i, I, I Squad. think his Zod's great he's oh, Zod's fantastic well, this is what i think elevates this. obviously i love that you've got this whole super family that are there to fight by superman's side you've got this team yep. of villains and they all they'll fight and there's some good fighting scenes in there they also kind of like pair off almost for a little bit and you see like Su- supergirl mm-hmm. takes on uh, and i'm glad she teamed up with cyborg superman because she, and I, i'm glad she referenced the fact that she had just beaten a cyborg superman recently yep uh so that was nice but you've got all that going off, and that's all fun stuff. Uh, but my, I think what really makes this issue great, and for even forgetting where it goes ultimately at the end, is that Zod takes charge as the leader, as he should. He feels like he is the, the big, bad Kryptonian. Uh, and the idea that he learns that Superman has a family, and he's pissed that he has it. Like, you, you don't deserve to have a family. You shouldn't be allowed to have a family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, 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 for me, really elevated this. Him taking charge... Him, seemingly, obviously, he hasn't like, but, but him seemingly killing Lois and John uh, at the end, yeah. obviously, there's going to be a swerve that they weren't in the ship or whatever, but yeah. like him seemingly thinking he's done that, uh, and what I love as well is immediately after that, I love that Supergirl gets angry and absolutely beelines for him. It is like this perfect little moment of aggression, and what I think makes it so perfect for Supergirl's character is that she is the only one here who actually has memories of him on Krypton. She knows what he was like mm-hmm. when he was just being, like, he's, you know, he's he's political yeah. dictator, kind of... Yeah. Her, to, her oh, family oh, put uh, him away. Uh, 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 oh, oh, oh. She's eradicating. Yeah. eradicating.
2: And also, I think, uh, Supergirl, oh, I think it was only recently in an issue, Supergirl, but she's met the family. She's really the only one of this group who yeah. knows Lois and John, John and Lois Yeah, and, that's true, yeah.
1: But what I was saying when I started eradicating was, like, she... Her family put Zod away. Like, that was... That was the House of L. And he's kinda of swore a, a blood feud against everyone, so Yeah. You know. But yeah, she remembers that and that, that's I like that. Uh the him linking Blank up, I feel that's the only reason that Blank's there is to serve as like the communications hub. Yeah, for, possibly. Yeah. For everyone.
2: I, I, I do like that, because Zod's I think he's easily the most interesting of the those villains anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: I think just seeing him take charge of no, no, we're doing this his way. It's just immediately makes this more interesting than following, you know, Cyborg Superman's plan.
0: Yeah, no, I I concur with that. I, I, I liked all that stuff. Um even actually to go blank, you can also speak Mandarin with uh with Keating, yeah. which is one of the points they brought up is that no one else can actually speak to him, really. I mean Clark can say a couple of things, but <laughs> uh you know. So I, I thought that was that was a neat, neat little yeah. touch. And
1: and they stuck to the blue as well. I like that that it was it was reverse. Whereas in in, uh, New Superman, the blue is everything that's in English, mm. and here it's everything that's in Mandarin.
0: Yeah, it's a nice switcheroo, so, a nice opposite yeah. of what they do in that book. So that was a nice touch. Yeah, Zor Z- Z- p- proper demonic. His smile with blood coming down his like mouth yeah. after he thinks he's killed Clark's family, glorious. And even even uh once he realizes that Clark's blind, the way he's yeah. taunting them is like oh you're trying to like compensate by listening from a heartbeat, uh oh. you know clever
2: boy, like he's taunting him, he's like yeah, 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 putting him down. And like yeah, he's, got under that, his ear. he's got that respect for him, he's like hey look, that was a pretty good idea, mm-hmm. but you ain't prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, you ain't no match
0: for for General Zod. Uh, so he gets his project, I think it's really funny actually, because the team all come at, come at him and he he teleports the entire team to the Phantom Zone except Supergirl, who's already out because she'd already tried to hit him, like that, that, that was the I aforementioned mean, moment where she made a beeline for him. So, uh, Next next page, she's like still knocked out or whatever on the ground yep. with the villains. And I, I actually started laughing quite a bit here because I was like, huh. Because in this week's Supergirl, she just goes out of the Phantom Zone. I thought there was something really amusing about every single person of the family going but to the her. Phantom Zone in this issue but her, uh, which is amusing. Which makes me wonder if a character from Supergirl who's in the Phantom Zone, uh, who's an ally in the Phantom Zone, might pop up in action uh, soon. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not, but it's possible if they've, if they've planned this out and they're working more, together. More, more it? on that later. Yeah, more on that when we get to Supergirl, but uh, potential. So he also sends in Eradicator and Cyborg Superman because uh, he, he he wants something from out of there. So he's like, yeah, you go in tune and get me what I want. And they're like, what? No! Well, was, they,
1: yeah, backstab of the century there. It was, <laughs> yeah, you guys are close enough. You guys are wearing a symbol. Go. like. Yeah.
0: Oh, that was a, oh, that was a great joke at the start as well about the symbol like one of them says I'll oh, look at them all wearing the symbol they're all cheap copies and then I think right. it's like blanked or Metallo goes over like you're wanting to it's talk Metallo yeah
2: yeah you want to talk I wish you great no that was great I thought it was a great issue of Action Comics oh definitely this is probably the best issue of Action Comics in a while
0: probably yeah, yeah. and it's just funny like two issues ago I was so like Critical of that issue, yeah. and I was like, oh, "I'm liking maybe what this is doing, but the the execution was a little bit flawed for me. It's just fun, it's just great that two issues later, I'm like, like no this was fantastic.' Like, you know, we've we've had yeah. some great yeah. highs with this arc. So, so I
2: was uh, just to, I was got the the first of the deluxe editions. Oh yeah, so it mm-hmm. came out this this week. So I got that. Um, so I had the one pre-ordered for a long time, and then just kind of forgot, and it showed up and woke me up. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I've been rereading through that that first arc, and it's it's amazing to see how far it's come. Uh that first like, Doomsday uh, arc, yeah. That first Doomsday arc was a bit rough, but then, like, uh, it's it's amazing to see. Like, cause I read that and then went to this issue. It's like, damn, this has, this has come so far. Yeah.
0: Uh, I wonder if that's almost a symptom of like uh, Okay, he he knows he's going to like sort of bring them back to Metropolis, or him him between Action and Superman, they're going to like wrap up certain elements, and they're waiting for reborn, and maybe it's a case of, oh, we couldn't do this story where Lois starts to get back to the planet until. Mm-hmm. X issues. So what do we do for five issues? All oh, right, let's have a doomsday fight for for like yeah. four or five issues. Maybe that was the the
2: reason. It, I don't it know. might well have been. I, I think it was also they just wanted to kickstart with you know it's action comics. Yeah. So they just wanted to kickstart it with something action oriented. It's
0: it's just funny that this and Green Lanterns have both suffered from having like a kind of weak first arc where yeah they've both developed so much. Green Lanterns arguably more so. I, th- I think Green Lanterns is, is legitimately consistently a great yeah, book now. Mm-hmm. I, I think Green
2: Lanterns started
0: worse. Yeah. but now it's it's it, more consistent it, it is yeah. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: whereas th- this reaches highs like this sometimes and sometimes it's just fine and it's, it's enjoyable but not great it yeah. uh, has the odd weak issue as well but uh, now this, this was great this was this was everything I wanted out of a super family book so uh, here's hope in action kind of becomes what De- detective is for Batman where it is just the whole family a lot of the time yeah I would, I would appreciate that I'd greatly. be down for that uh, I'll give us another book whatever yeah, or it. just make it a lowest book
1: you're not not gonna argue here for me.
0: I feel like because just everything Superman related, and that's just gonna be like, yeah, give me it, give me it all.
1: <laughs> just what? Just a crypto book. Don't play with my heart. Don't yeah. that crypto good boy destroyed me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear. uh If he's having a crypto book, how about a streaky book?
1: No streaky. Is <laughs> I'd rather have an Alfred the Cat book than streaky.
2: Why? Why have we not got a super pets book in general? Uh, did you guys do watch that
1: cartoon
2: the uh crypto
1: superdog? all yeah. of them it's pretty great what about What about, these, what about the super pup,
0: uh pilot which had a dog as superman and he was called bark bent
1: <laughs>
0: this is real i'm not making this up this is on the uh, superman so blu-ray
1: i love it yeah
0: obviously i never went to series because they watched the pilot and went what the hell is this shit? Yeah. what did we do what are you on <laughs> so so you <laughs> know <commissioned> <laughs> it's like we did
2: how much coke did we do that I, night I, I love the idea that someone read the script for that went, make it either he just asked how
1: much cocaine they'd have to do to make the, either too much or not enough like I, uh, there's. <laughs>
0: I I Uh, think it was the 70s or 80s. It was somewhere in that time period. I can't remember exactly.
1: Definitely sounds like late 70s, early 80s. Oh, dear.
2: Yeah. It's fantastic. I
1: should
2: probably
0: watch that. It's on the... I think it's on the Blu-ray. I've I've never actually watched it. I've seen clips because it's in the... uh, You know the big documentary... uh, into the sky, the amazing story of Superman that uh, Kevin Spacey yeah. narrates on the Blu-ray. Uh, there's, you know, when it gets to that part of it, it, it you know shows some clips of it and
2: it mentions what it was. I think we all need to watch this and do a special on it at some point. Sure, on Super Pop.
0: Yeah, maybe. Sure. <sighs> um, <laughs> so let's move on. As we on to Wonder Woman, we got a new writer on Wonder Woman. Shea Fontana is writing a five-issue arc uh, with M- M- Mirka and Olfo doing the art. Uh, so. Yeah, the Heart of the Amazon, I believe is the title. Of this this arc, and yeah, what did we think? What did we think, Matt? You were you were distraught. You were heartbroken. You were t- yeah. crying your eyes out that Greg Walker was leaving. This,
1: this doesn't do much. It, it's not bad. I just don't enjoy it as much. I
0: don't. <laughs> I just want to point out something that just happened there. Matt, it, uh, it's, it's not bad. And then Connor's head just went. As if he really disagrees with that, he's he's in shock. Connor rebuttal. It's,
2: yeah, I, I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's up there with Rocket. Don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying that, but I think it's pretty solid. I, I think it's very enjoyable.
1: It's just the the tone. It's so weird. Like, and it's I different. get that Shea Fontana writes different. the superhero yeah. girls book, but like I really enjoyed the stuff at the beginning of of the mascara and like taking Diana's doll away because it's not. That if she wants to be a great warrior, she can't play with dolls. And, like, that's a nice meta commentary on, on that type of thing. But, like, just the whole. Her being a consultant for this weird company that makes apps, I guess.
0: She's not actually a consultant for an app company, man. It's a
1: cover. It's the military. <sighs> I know it's the military, but that's just. It's weird. I was, just like. And she's, the, not and a,
0: a, she's not even a consultant. She volunteers occasionally when she thinks she can be useful to the mission. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, so well, so that they were behind that entire mission, of of so it so the military is covering as as an app company to, to help refugees in Greece. Yes. Yeah. That's dumb. Just have her be a liaison the military. Well, I like, think they're built into that.
0: Yeah, I I don't think th- I, the, the cover's not there for Wonder Woman, Matt. The cover's there for the military in general. She's just wanting to help.
1: I get, but she's wonder woman
2: she could just go help like right but she wants to do it through the proper channels she wants to do it through the sanctioned government she wants to because that's her thing isn't it diplomacy go through it like do it properly
1: yeah i just it was there's a million simpler ways to do it than,
0: than cover through it. i don't understand app. what's complicated about it. she's not doing it through an app company matt she's just going to I help get that,
1: but that's that's the cover so again shay fontana thought we're going to create this whole cover thing but it's not reasons. Matt.
0: Matt hold on, let me finish. It's not no, her no, cover. No. It's,
1: Matt, it's not her cover.
0: The military's got a cover. She goes to help because she wants to help. She's back at the base where their cover their cover is because she's right. there, like informed so, of what so, happened because there was an explosion. So,
1: so we can get a joke of her, like threatening a. That a was a good joke. Intern- I like that I joke. joke.
2: Like <laughs> you know I, I think Matt started by saying, you know, the tone is very different. And it yeah. is. I think that's a good thing. I think if they tried to do the same tone as what we just had, I think it would be it would fall flat because it wouldn't be as good. And you go, well, they're just trying to do the same, but it's not as, I, as I, good.
0: I, I do have it's one just... problem. I do have one criticism. I, I do as well. It's probably the same. It's probably the same thing. But I, I quite enjoyed this. If that wasn't clear already. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just I don't see how this is any different from her going to save something random and say Washington, and then. You know, the military wants to talk to her about what happened so she would go to where they're based out of which and you know would be wherever you know government building x right. or the pentagon or whatever
1: but right? it was the fact that i felt like they went through all these hoops too because oh it's an app company we can throw that intern in there and then it's just it's like hey look we're being you know it's it's 2017 we're gonna throw apps in there it's gonna be cool but like it's like well to be fair, Matt,
0: the intern wasn't from this company. The intern came in thinking it was a regular company because he wanted to invite them to the, what, the baseball game or whatever it was. Yeah. The...
1: So, yeah
0: softball. Softball. So, again,
1: yeah. it's a military cover, but this dude just gets in for a joke.
2: <laughs> well, they've got to let them, if it's a, If it's a if it's a cover building, they've got to be able to have them to come in and out. That's the uh, point.
1: Again,
0: I just... yeah, uh, Matt, I'm not going to lie. These complaints are feeling a little bit petty. A little that bit is, petty. I...
1: They can be petty. I didn't, it wasn't it wasn't I as good as what I just, wanted uh, it to it's be. Not no, it's not that it's not Rucka. Even though I have been reading a lot of that, his first that that deluxe that came out, and you, it feels like they're striking a lot of the same things because early on in that run, you get to know the team of people that deal with her, and it's all very much Wonder Woman through the eyes of others, and I feel that's what Shea Fontana was going for, and I enjoyed the that story that she had it was in the annual.
0: Um, mm, either that, or the seventy-fifth special. One, yeah, one of those. I yeah. enjoyed
1: that. This one was—it was a rough start. I like where it went, but I, and the, I, the art also wasn't doing it for me. So I, I thought that was
2: fantastic. I, I liked, liked that have, as well. Uh, and also did a bunch of stuff in. I think it was the uh, the bombshell series that, uh, I've been reading that. Uh, yeah. and it's great there. Great here.
0: I like the art. I I liked where it went. Uh, and it is getting kind of dark. And I, I think the you know. The, you're complaining that okay why is it an app company why is it a cover why why are they in greece i'm sure that's something that will maybe be more relevant as we find out more about what the situation Mm -hmm. is and you know because it's a very hostile environment because there's 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 terrorist bombings going off left and right well yeah because
1: if it's based on real life and it's like they're they're threatening the syria civil war and all that and we we know there's you know refugee issues in greece and turkey and all that that seems like a wonder woman type story you know And so bringing a light tone to that kind of thing, I don't think is a good idea. That's all. So, you know, either either I, don't base it in reality or create something else.
2: I don't know. I think doing a light tone with it is a, is a good way to explore it because it introduces, you know, the issues to people who might not be thinking about it in a, a digestible way. And then maybe they'll look, you know, they'll they'll be more aware after that. I, maybe. I mean, I don't think the
0: tone's actually too light. Like, I feel like... I mean that that ending because the a big clifffire at the end is the so show Etta which is my one problem is Etta feels yeah. completely different to what she was just like, yeah. like her character feels like the it feels like for she wanted to tell a story about Etta being this way and was like oh that doesn't line up with what was just happening oh well whatever doesn't matter well, it
1: feels more like traditional Etta than what we just got with her being upset over Cheetah yeah. and that and Sasha Bordeaux and, and that whole run where she just went, kind of went through hell I mean, and... they
0: might sweep this by saying, "Oh, there's been a little bit of a time gap, and maybe if Rock yeah. comes back later, he'll like fill in,
2: like yeah, or potentially they just they're saying that maybe she's just throwing herself into this attitude as a way of dealing mm. with it.
0: Yeah, maybe I feel, I feel like the more likely thing. I mean, if they ever address it at all, and they might not, but it would be like, if Rock ever comes back to do like another current run, maybe there'll be like a one fill in issue that goes back and explains how has how the relationship between Wonder Woman and Eta. Get patched up somehow, or you know, however, yeah. no, however yeah. developed. It's a very
1: rucka thing to do,
0: yeah. So, I could see that being the case. Uh, so that, that was a problem. But Etta makes her come to this wedding, she's like, No, no, I'm going to celebrate, I'm going to this wedding, come with me. And she comes and she's in a, like a regular sort of suit, you know, pants suit. And she uh befriends this little girl who's like, Oh, you're Wonder Woman. And she's like, Oh, will you help me find my, my doll, or whatever it was? Shoe. Was it shoe? There you go. Shoe. <laughs> shoe. Uh, I like and if-
1: pink. pink's a good color, like the this. I feel like Fontana based this dialogue off of, like, actually talking to a little kid. Because this is how my niece talks. Like, she just offers mm. information that you didn't ask for, but yeah. like, she's just going to tell you how much she loves the colour pink, and her necklace that's pink, and like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
0: and they find they find a bomb and at the sweat, under the table, uh, which is <laughs> right away from X, like, which actually makes the cover, in retrospect, a lot more relevant. Like, it actually is, oh shit, that's quite a dark cover now, oh. now that I know where it fits in. Uh, yeah.
2: I'd just come back and look at the cover the night you said that.
0: Because yeah. uh, <laughs> obviously there's that, that other explosion at the refugee camp uh, earlier on that you could argue is what the cover's referring to, but I feel like it's actually... Yeah. It yeah, it's more about that bit at the end. But uh, I, I was down with this. I mean, there's other stuff to are setting up, though, because she goes to the doctor uh, to get checked up after. And the doctor's kind of ill. She keeps coughing. And, yeah something's going on with her yeah and like the the other doctor comes in and says oh you need to finish this by tonight and she's like oh i'll have to do it i'm the doctor here wonder woman don't tell me that i can't stay in work blah 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 blah. but it definitely feels like they're setting up something The are doctors are up to something either no good or something no good's affecting them do
2: you, do you know what i thought was interesting is that the doctor only started coughing after she'd examined wonder woman she's like oh yeah you're yeah. all in perfect health and i was wondering if wonder Woman was carrying something without knowing it and she'd passed it on uh, it seemed to be it was okay. fast acting admittedly, but I was like I'd, uh, maybe she picked something up when she was out in in the it, fight. It never
0: it never occurred to me just because it's like it's still like halfway down the first page of like seeing the doctor. So I, I just it was the first opportunity to decide to write it in rather than yeah it being an mm. effect of Wonder Woman necessarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah it,
2: it was more as it was because they said oh another perfect physical and then she starts coughing, so mm. I was like hmm maybe there's a link there with the with the dialogue being at that time.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll see. Uh next next issues but uh no I'm d I'm down with this team for five issues, absolutely. Uh, I would even mind yeah. if they were here for longer, but uh I'm not particularly excited about the next arc because it's the whole you know, long lost brother. Yeah, we'll thing. see how it is. We'll it. Jason, but
1: it's James Robinson,
0: so Okay. Yeah. So so we'll we'll see. But uh no, obviously my was a lot more negative than me and Connor. But uh yeah. makes a change. Usually Connor's the, the, the negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh and me and Matt will agree about something. So that's nice. It's yeah. nice.
1: We'll throw a curveball every once in a while.
2: To be fair, I was more positive on the casting than you two were. I that's normal. Usually me and Matt agree and you're the... Oh, yeah, but no, 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 but you said usually you you, you like something and I'm the negative one.
1: you but... but... You're, you're, that exception is proving the rule. Because <laughs> we were still in uniform against you, <laughs> making you wrong. Now, see, so
0: in that example connor you're still negative because you're being negative to us yeah <laughs> fine that'll take us on to the flash number 26 joshua williamson writing howard porter on our long time flash artist back to do some more there's obviously some of the button uh but here he is doing some regular issues and this that's read really quick and i'm not just making a pun because it's a
2: flash yeah.
0: like i couldn't believe say, I, I-
2: I didn't read this. I've just realised I missed it this week. I didn't pick it up. Oh, Connor. Oh, See, you're this is so really I've only just realised. He read Red Hood and didn't read The Flash. I picked up all my books and just, like, apparently I didn't pick up The Flash. Well, wow. uh,
1: strap in for spoilers, friend, because yeah. I have two words no, for you.
2: No. That, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Tornado? We, twins. Yeah, we got Tornado Twins. We got Don and, <laughs> so and, and Don. Hype! We got Don and Don and Don,
1: which, I get his name's Donald, and it's Don... But the fact that they're both Don and Don... Imagine those kids growing up, and you go to yell for one, and the other comes down. I mean, that's just frustrating.
0: Oh, I think it's funny. Uh, get, <laughs> um, get, your,
1: get your stuff together, Iris and Barry, All right. Well, this is, this is the thing here, because obviously, I think
0: originally they were descendants, so there wasn't Barry and, I, or Barry and Iris that, uh, you know... No, they went to on. the
1: future. This is where Impulse comes from. That's why yeah. he calls Iris Grandma.
0: But this is... Okay, this great, is, grandma this is a little bit different though this is basically this this own Warped version of it where this is yeah. like an alternate timeline where this is what's going to happen with your kids because you're neglectful Barry and um, we see yeah. this you know this old bearded Barry Allen who just wears a flash t-shirt and we'll get all that and he's iris.
1: yoked. he's got biceps like Superman he, man he, like.
0: He, yeah he's been working out <laughs> and uh yeah, it's basically just like, oh, yeah, this is how much you screw up because you don't commit to being Barry Allen. Uh, and yeah. the biggest enemy of Barry Allen is the Flash. How many birthdays have you missed? How many times have you had to lie to Iris? And even like, oh, yeah, Iris, I've seen, like, you know, Barry in, like, hundreds of universes. And in every single one, he never tells you the truth. You always find out by happenstance. He always discover the yeah. truth. He always lies. Uh, and he's basically trying to convince Barry that, look, I'm going to take you to a place of my own design that you'll never be able to harm anyone again. Uh, and he promises to take Iris back, uh, back home. And I'm like, "Why? Don't trust him. This is gobbledygook. And to be fair, yeah. Barry just gets grabbed by him and they run off without he, before he gets a chance. Yeah. And to be fair, even though Iris does kind of like, "Oh, you've lied to me," and you know, and it's almost like she's, uh, she feels she, she feels small because like, "Oh, you're the Flash. You remember the Justice League, and I'm just Iris West. What am I? Like, what am I compared to you?" She feels unequal uh, or unequal. not not equal well, equal unequal. thank you I wasn't sure which one was right uh, but yeah she, about she, she feels that way and uh, he, he takes Barry off and he throws him into what we are going to know as the negative speed force and okay. he comes back and Iris is like looking around the museum and she finds there's a whole hall devoted to herself she finds a big fancy gun like the one she used from the black, black hole you know that, that negative force gun mm-hmm. and all the rest of it and uh, and it's ultimately all coming down to the reveal at the end of like Barry coming back as negative Flash and he comes back right. through and he's he's looking kind of, you know, monstrous to an extent. Um, yeah. I like the issue a lot. I do have one kind of overall complaint with it though. And that is? I do think some of it feels a bit rushed. Uh, just in the sense yeah. of, I don't feel like they set up the idea that Barry would even be willing to go to this place enough.
1: Yeah. And the same with the Iris reveal. We just jumped into this alternate reality. Hmm. Like the last one is ended with with him revealing, well, with Zoom revealing Barry's identity to Iris. I would have wanted a little more with Iris coping like, with processing that. this. Yeah. yeah, Because
0: when yeah, because when he shows her this alternate reality with the Tornado Twins being their evil kids, and right. she's like, she just goes, "Oh, our kids." It's like you should be more shocked. Like you've been dating this guy for like a month, and you're yeah. finding out you're going to have kids with him. Yeah. yeah, well, we especially that. that
1: they were they were friends a long time before, like yeah. not like the Flash TV show friends, but like they've known each other. They ran in circles, you know, and nah, that wasn't a pun, but um, yeah. So that and and same with Thon and him going. I like a Barry Allen. This is your life issue. Would have been cool. Like look at all the stuff mm. that you've missed out on because you had to go save the day and all the people you let down. Which that was kind of why he showed up to the birthday party when all this started in the first place
0: yeah it, honestly yeah it may have been worth stretching this out to a full issue of like, showing everything that he's all the mm-hmm. problems he's caused by being the flash and being around people i just don't buy i mean admittedly yes he does get grabbed kind of before he makes the choice but yeah. he's, he's kind of will, the fact that he's even willing to ponder it feels a bit rushed to me and yeah there's a nice yeah. moment you know after he, after he speeds off where iris is like no wait i was going to think we could solve this with another solution together like we could have thought of something as a team uh, well yeah and it's zoom
1: forcing his hand again because that's what zoom does because zoom's always faster
0: it it just didn't feel like barry's line of thought was in the right place for where it should have been at the time it didn't feel like they'd earned him even to think about this and
1: and that would have been yeah if you do this is your life and that's him kind of going well maybe the world it is the it's a wonderful life maybe the world's better off without the flash or maybe barry allen he could just be the flash full time you know, and that's what would drive him to the, you know, negative speed force, which is kind of like that's such a Silver Age thing, the <laughs> negative speed force. But hopefully, we get some fun out of this.
0: I I am liking uh, the the voice of Reverse Flash though. Thorn, like see what see when Nyra is like on her own, she's looking through like her part of the museum, and then he's just sort of standing there's like yeah, go on, have a look, and it, like, just yeah. it feels like he has that presence to him, which I yeah. I, I really like. Uh, obviously Howard Porter, good artist. Uh, I like his flash yeah. art for the most part. It yeah. does make me it does make me long for like the old costume though, like get rid of these extra yellow lines. Like just give us the simple yeah. flash outfit.
1: Straight up straight up red. Right. No lines. Needs to be sleek. But hey, that's that's a minor quibble at this point. he's he's yeah, had it's still, these... still fun issue. Like I turned that page and the tornado tins were there and I'm just like, What and then when it's you know, it's revealed like it's an alternate. I was like, Yeah, but still this is the first time they've been brought up in
0: ages. Yeah. So, uh, Sorry, close, I'm, I'm, I'm all caught up. You've been sitting there reading. It. I I've thought you got,
2: <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Thank God for it was a quick read <right>? though, right? <laughs> uh, it yeah. was a quick read. It was good. I, I have a weird question. You know The uh-huh. start when we're we're with older Barry, why is yeah. his hair like it, it's all grey and then it just changes to his normal like its normal color at the top? Like it's just a really sudden cut. Is he dying it that way for some weird reason? Maybe the speed force is taking it out of him. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It just it, It's like he's got a completely grey beard, but his hair and, and the, just the bar of his hair is still, is still blonde. So that like what's going on there?
1: Colouring mistake? I don't know. Speed force, bro. Speed
2: force, bro. So I don't yeah. have to explain shit. <laughs> and I, I do like him in the t shirt, though. I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, because he's so pumped up. Yeah, it, works. it
2: works when he's ripped.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: Did you hear my complaint? No, I wasn't listening. Which complaint?
0: I, I was. I, what our main sort of talking point was that the issue was a lot of fun and I like where it goes, but uh, it was a little bit rushed in the sense that I don't really feel that the justified Barry even considering leaving and going going anywhere and like I, I know he gets yanked away, like obviously Thorne yanks him before he really decides to do anything, but the fact that he's even considering it uh, yeah. feels a little bit quick to me and doesn't feel earned. But hey, oh,
2: that's fair. It feels um, like missing an issue of that sort of contemplation. Yeah.
0: It does, it really does. Uh, it may be like a final sort of really bad thing that happens to convince them to go.
2: I t- tell tiny moment I do love is, you know when Thorne's coming into to Iris at the end and she's got the gun up, mm-hmm. but and you just yeah. see Thorne through his shadow mostly? Yeah. I think it looks so creepy, it's fantastic. That's good. Yeah, I, I loved his yeah.
0: re-entrance. See so when he's just standing there, he's like, yeah, go on, have a look. I mean, she's looking at her own museum section. Yeah. I like it. I just like his presence, it's really, really good. So yeah. See the
1: life you'll never have. And then he becomes like a horror movie villain and just stalking her. Yeah, that's it. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, But of course, she's quite uh, feisty. She she, took that gun, she tries to fight back. She's the black uh, hole. But Flash shows up as negative Flash and obviously we'll get some more of that next... So yeah, I I did think there was an issue missing here of like, justifying that Mm -hmm. but other than that, I had fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Next, the tease is the death in the Flash Museum. You think we're already getting to him... Murderizing Thawne?
2: <clears> hmm. <throat> I don't know. I hope I know. not. I I hope feel not. Like we've just we've just seen Thorn die. Yeah. Yeah. Plus yeah, again,
0: much much like this, i feel like it, I guess another part of this is just feels too quick. They've not earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So but then what death? Is that just like oh, one of those teasers that means nothing? Like they're just like, yeah,
0: hey, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be like some yeah. sort of weird alternate an alternate barrier die or something like <laughs> that. Like just something. Uh, it'll be the, the, the death of negative flash.
1: Yeah, it yeah.
0: could be it. No, I think he's staying as that as a lot well actually. His negative powers are sticking around. Oh really? I think so. I could be wrong, but I feel no, like that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, yes, yeah, this, this is Flash. Uh, so that'll take us on to Titans number thirteen. Dan Abnet rating uh, V. Kenneth Marion on art. Uh, which you know not both. So uh, always good. Uh, always good. I late it was rockefeller on the cover, which did set me yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Bit. But. Uh, uh, so this was an issue where they they went to this lab to go and get uh, Bumblebee's memories and like uh, what was this guy called is he just Endgame is that his name
1: Endgame yeah, yeah.
0: so he, he he comes out he's like oh no like you'll have to fight and he's he's basically he can sort of call upon all the different meta powers that they've uh, uh, yeah, taught them metas metabank. yeah they're all meta bank. Yeah. yeah but tons of metas mad. they've been siphoning them Hive's been at them for ages yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, everything for me. so so we get this uh, th- th- this kind of insane fight scene where he's going around and he's fighting them all a lot of this is narrated by Wally who's struggling with this whole heart condition that he's got right now where he, he can't go mm. too fast and it kind of triggers this weird side effect in his powers where time stops completely and he can move around and I'm taking that mm. to mean that his heart is stopping but because he's like, in yeah. the, he's like in the speed force at the time well not in the speed force yeah. but because he's using the speed force at the time it's doing this weird yeah. Time is stopping thing.
1: Yeah, because you never see that in Flash. Like, people seem like they're stopped because of him, right? But there's th- this is actually time. Like, he's hitting the pause button, you know? So he can go and do these things. I like that.
3: Yeah.
0: I wasn't imagining that noise, was I?
1: No. No, either. no. That was like a plane flying by my house. Was it? it like there
2: was music in it. Was that just me? No. No, that was just you. It sounded—it sounded like wind, like wind. Uh, it was just really loud. Yeah. yeah, it was so loud that I just yeah, was that, like, that—that
1: never happens. So I wonder what's going on. Hope nothing bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pl- planes
2: just flying by the window. <laughs>
1: uh, we've had helicopters, but not—not not a plane, because there's there's a bank rate bias. It's all right.
2: I'm right under a flight path, so right. get planes all the time here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But but yeah, anyways, it's just it's something I haven't seen in the Flash before, so him him actually stopping time versus just running yeah. faster than everybody else. Yeah. So it's cool.
0: Obviously, it plays with all the character things going on now, like uh, Wally and Donna having a little connection, Donna knowing that she's probably going to hurt Roy's feelings because Roy's got a thing for her. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of nice moments to play on that. Uh, the fact that... Uh, what's his face? Not Aqualad. Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. Garth. Garth, thank you. That was what I was looking for, was Garth. And I doubted myself like no, that's that's Beast Boy, but no, he's also Garth. That's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Too Garth. many Garths. Too many Garths. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah he's Garth.
0: For Garfield. True, and Garth true. Is true. 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 Garth. True. It's close enough that I was doubting myself that I had the right name. No, it
1: anyway.
0: is. So, Go. so, so Garth, Garth and uh, Lilith have got a got a thing brewing to the point where she's telepathically sort of like secretly talking to him and be like, yeah, something's going on, and uh, one of us might betray the other. Si- Simon kind of. Like, let us know that in our head, and it sort of brings that plot line back up. Uh, and it, when they've actually won the fight and they've dealt with everything, mainly because Wally did his stuff where he stopped time and he, he's mm-hmm. the one who's able to fi- finish finish the bad guy off. Uh, Dick is in the computers and he's saying, okay, the thing, the memory engram was here, but it get moved. It's like someone tipped him off, and it's like, oh, we're actually bringing this up. Uh, that said, I did not expect him to immediately walk out and go, Lilith, why did you betray us?
3: Yeah.
0: So, uh,. If it is it's actually her, her. It, 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 is either not yeah. her, or Simon put something in her head that she's not aware of is yeah. there, and it wasn't yeah. her. Well, it seems it. a
2: bit presumptuous for him to just go to that. I mean, I guess he's going, "Oh, you were you were alone with Simon. What did he do? You know, maybe, maybe he he overpowered you with his mind powers, and maybe he's got another reason
0: though that we didn't see, based on what he saw. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, if in terms of who it actually is, I, I wonder if it could be referring to the others because you know we see a. Uh, Narc can we see? Uh, uh what's his face? Yeah, Harold. Yeah, like they, 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 he, he goes to see him. He's like, "Oh, we used to be Titans, and I want to get my my memory back." But the, the Titans are the ones who ruined it in the first place. Uh, which seems a little bit, you know, ill minded coming from him. Like, I'm like, yeah. Did, did that really? I'm fit... not
1: upset to see Cave Boy. Well, I'm know? not either.
0: But it just it felt like. Did it really seem like they were the cause of this happening? It didn't really feel like that to me. No. I feel like a bit of a jump on his part. It yeah. does, doesn't it? I yeah, like it's it's of...
2: Ma-
1: Malcolm Duncan—that that's a good name yeah. you're looking for. I feel that's,
2: that's kind of my biggest problem with Titans in general. Like, a lot of it's good, but it feels like people just make leaps to because that's the plot. Like even even Nightwing here, it's like, it feels like he's just made that leap because that's where the plot needs him to go. Yeah. And I don't get why. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think there's some of that there. It's it's not the the most tightly written thing. I mean, I still enjoy. It. I joined this issue. I thought I thought all the action was pretty fun. I'm liking Wally dealing with this new like sort of crutch.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm wanting to see some real consequences. because at the minute this this felt like a benefit. You know, like oh, this stops time completely. This made it easier. It does. So yeah, yeah really but he can only do it
1: when he pushes himself to the limit. I'm
2: so wo- I'm wondering if
0: like this will have this itself will have consequences like. Every time he does this, it's like it's ticking down. Like he's he's basically mm. buying his own time away from himself by it's doing not, this. Very
1: cable esque. Yeah, mm. uh, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, he <if> can <laughs> describe something as cable esque. It's usually bad. <laughs> I I do like how they use it though. Is if he's like, well, we all have our secrets, even me, because I'm not telling the Titans about my heart thing, and I can stop time. So, what are the rest of them hiding too? Even though we're best
2: friends. It's 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 a, it's a proper. Soap drama stuff going on here, though. have got a lot last mm. issue, and this is just continuing that. Yep. I'm kind of enjoying the soap drama
0: stuff in this, though, to be honest. It's, yeah. it's kind of
1: working for me. No, Riverdale's not on right now. there's a scratch in that itch. So.
0: <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think maybe it's because I like the characters so much. Maybe it's like, even if there is some weird leaps in logic, that he does, Abnet does get most of their voices and relationships for the most part. That mm. uh, it is, it is at least fun to see them kind of bounce off in these different ways and it's creating these new pairs and these new dynamics by having some of them pair off in this this way. Uh so I'm curious to see uh where this goes. But uh, I thought it was a fine issue. they did have a couple of weird leaps but the action was fun and the art was better than usual so it's not hard though. Perhaps not. It wasn't as good as Rockerfort again, but it was better than usual. Uh who knows? I think know, check it solicits. Maybe maybe Booth's gone now. Maybe? Oh, I found his
1: name three times. He shows up and does another issue. So be careful.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. It's Supergirl number eleven. Steve Orlando writing, Brian Ching on art. This was the end of the current Phantom Zone arc, uh, and that's basically I mean,
1: the makers. It's done. Never thought I'd say that with a that girl Supergirl yeah.
2: team up, but uh, I decided not to read this issue because I was just okay. like, you know what? I didn't really been enjoying the last couple that much. I don't really want mm. to read this.
0: Okay, I I was fine with it. Uh I Aha,
1: he'll turn on Peter.
0: I enjoyed this issue. I also enjoyed the last issue, so
1: I really enjoyed the art. That's not saying that's not all negative, but the story feels like Orlando that I don't like. And up up to this point in Supergirl. I've been i I've been okay with it. Like we got a psionic dragon and the last issue, but like this whole stuff with the, the Phantom Zone pirates and whatnot are just like I just don't care.
0: I, so. I I have zero issues with this. I I liked basically because the issue I mentioned, like, Batgirl holds off uh, Zadu like, outside with mm-hmm. Ben, and they, they, she's done all the fighting. I like some of her stuff because she's like a, uh, she's like, yeah, you may actually be from Krypton, and you may be all this powerful guy, but I know your type. Like you're this kind of guy, and eventually he gets beat because all his followers realize that he's not actually going to keep keep his promises to them. He's just out for himself. Uh, mm-hmm. So they kind of turn on them, and that's kind of how that goes. But the, the Supergirl stuff is actually her inside the dragon talking to Sai, uh, or Gail, because she keeps kind of correcting herself, because she keeps wanting to make it feel more human. And I kind of like that right. aspect of the writing. It was like, she keeps keep calling her Sai because it was the easy name to remember, but she keep going, mm-hmm. no, wait, your name is Gail. I'll talk to you like you're a human being and not some comic book character, essentially. Uh, right. And it, it made me feel a bit more... So, And it's kind of like, okay, you have to stay in the Phantom Zone, but you can control this place because of what's happened to you, because of your... Uh, your telepathy and all this stuff you're going to stay in here and maybe you can do some good in here and like shape it into something, it's not just a complete wasteland of awful people and things and everything else uh, and you know, she, she talks her down and I, I like that the, the solution to this wasn't a fight, it was appealing to someone's better nature and reminding her you are stronger than this place, you can fight this and you can control yourself in here uh, and I like that. It was, it was again, it was going back to compassion, which there's been a big team of Supergirl since the, the run started. So, no, yeah,
1: not bit After getting right. eaten by a psionic dragon. After Jumping getting eaten, right
0: uh, in by a psionic dragon. Yeah. And it all takes place inside the dragon. So, yeah. What's not to love there? Uh, and you know, Batgirl and Supergirl are basically, yeah, you know, if you ever need my help, you know how to get me, send me a signal. And there's that great full page spread of them, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Supergirl's flying, Batgirl's on the grapple. Great big page. Looks good. Uh, And we get this uh, final cliffhanger, uh, where Supergirl is called to Catco, arrives in the balcony, and what seems to be Cat Grant, although I'm pretty sure there's going to be a shape-shifting twist next issue, that has to be, right?
1: (laughs) I I feel like she came back to a different reality. I feel something shifted. Ah, I could could see that. Because nothing Cat says makes... A lick of sense.
0: No, Kat says uh, I was looking for a use for you Supergirl and shoots her with a kryptonite gun and says but I couldn't find any and that's the right. cliffhanger. It's like oh shit okay, so who's the shapeshifter? <laughs> why does Why does it want Supergirl dead? Kat, Kat's just desperate for a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Supergirl
1: <She> dead! <laughs> Who shot Supergirl? <laughs> yeah, no, because Kara when she comes out is like, when did they have a balcony put on? That's, that's true, it's yeah. It's money. You know, money walks that, that's how I read it.
0: I, I read it as she just built one because she's rich and can just build a balcony. Yeah, that's how I read it at yeah. first. But you could be right. There may be alt- 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 yeah. the, the reality is altered.
1: Still, just a tad, but yeah. So I did love that 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 page of her and Batgirl. Like that looked great. Chang's art.
0: Oh, Chang's art was, was great really, throughout. Um, I, yeah. I dig. It's, it's got a very fun expression to him mm-hmm. where. They're they're kind of cartoony, but they're very expressive cartoony. It feels like that kind yeah. of. Uh, well, so.
1: you look at his art and you know it's him. Oh, absolutely, so, he's wait. got a distinct style. And that's why, and he can make it work for it. Sometimes, it, for me, sometimes that's not good because some, you know, it's like Brett Booth. I know it's a Brett Booth book, so I'll stay away. Here, I know it's a Ching book, so I'll pick it up. You yeah. not know anything about it, so. But yeah. but yeah, just a lot of that story. Just it was not. Doing it for me, the whole Phantom Zone thing.
0: Um, I mean, don't, just... get me, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's the best arc this this book's had by any means, but yeah. uh, I was fine with it. I was I was digging it well enough, and I liked how it ended. So, mm-hmm.
3: uh, it's
0: cool. Uh, I guess that will take us on to Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number twenty four. Robert Vendetti writing, Ethan Van Skyver on art.
2: I don't read this one. So, uh, Connor, take it away. Yeah, this is really setting up for the you know, the big shift in 25 that's inevitably going to happen because all the 25s <laughs> have been. And it's it's really kind of going, yeah, the, the, the two cores are going to fall out. The that's yellow and green are going to, to fall out? In. Yeah. Shock. Yeah.
1: My God. I don't, this... I don't think so, though. I mean, not? I think they'll still work together, but I think that Zorinek will be the... So right now they all re- report to John, like both cores. Yeah. But I feel like the split that happens here because of Tomar 2, uh, I, I feel that they'll report, the Yellows will report to Sornick, the Greens will report to John, and they'll have like a council that they both do. So they'll still work together, but it's almost like an internal affairs kind of deal, so this can't happen again.
2: Yeah, it'll keep them more separate, though, rather than as one yeah. united call, which was exactly the, the original goal. Right so yeah we we basically get yeah, Tamatutu did kill Ramatru, and yep. he just straight up murdered the dude, but well, then the guy had surrendered, and he was like, him, no, 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 the guy had surrendered, and he was like, Yeah, go on, put me in the cells, and then he just obliterates him,
1: yeah, he just says, "Put me in the cells, I'll find my way out, I've already been there like three times, and when I do, I'll just keep killing
2: more kids, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he said. he says the children will be waiting, yep. Which is and, dark as shit, for sure. And so I don't blame him. And even
1: his partner, the robot guy, who I can't recall his name, is like, "Well, he was a Sinestro Corps member, but I can't blame you for what you yeah. did." So yeah, exactly. it was a tough decision to make. Uh, and even Hal, when when Hal finds out that's what it is, you know, he's still kind of tries to
2: defend him, doesn't he? He's like, no, yeah. "I'm sure you had reasons for what you did."
1: Yep. So. But John's being the lawmaker and it's just like, well, rules
2: rules. I, I, I get that he has to do that though. If he wants yeah. the, the whole the the two cores to succeed, he has to put this on trial and, and make a public show of of, yep. of power going, No look, this this can't be tolerated by either side. Well yeah,
1: because and then you get to the end and you have the yellows trying to get to Tomar too.
3: Yeah.
2: You know?
1: And so it it just kinda reinforces John because he can't let them get away with it. Because then he's gonna have I an up- th- he- I
2: think. I think for John, it's kind of easier to have a green be the first one to go on trial because it makes yeah. it seem fairer. If he's not, if yeah. he's not going after the yellows, he's going. No, this is one right. of my own. And
1: yeah, well, when it goes back to Sorennak because she has that big old falling out with Kyle. Because Kyle has been kind of, he got vindicated here. Yeah. You know, after, after what was his name? Sarda Sarda Sarka Such a harsh. Thing I I, to say. I did that I did that last last issue yeah. as well.
0: So so, so 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 to say someone got Vindetti'd. It's like such a crushing yeah. blow.
1: <laughs> well it, it's because it's a character that you normally like, but because of the plot Vendetti has in mind, they just completely alter him. That's why I stopped reading his Green Liner before because I didn't like his Hal. And now At it's time it was Hal's all... okay.
2: What's that? At the time then that was all Hal. So it was a real yeah. problem.
1: Exactly. Uh, you didn't have, you know, the, the bromance of the century with Arkillo and Guy exactly. just hanging out and stuff. So, But yeah, so so Kyle just becomes super pushy towards Sornik and I was like, you need to join the green. You, you need to join the green. It's what's good for you. And you're a green at, at your heart and she gets super upset with him for not telling her that they had a kid in the future which, I understand her being upset but it's kind of like, well, this is a kid that's not going to happen. Like,
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I get why she's upset though. Right.
1: Oh so, oh so do I. But I feel like she took it to the tenth level when a ninth level <laughs> anger would yeah. have sufficed. And she basically says, you know, you forget that my my name's Sorniknat too, but I'm a sinestro still. And she she brands him with a uh, Sinestro core symbol right into his shoulder.
2: Yeah, it's you just know? on it on his chest up here, and it's like, oh, that's yeah. that's that's uh, it's gonna be there for a while, mate.
1: Yes, yeah, it is. So, uh, but but yeah, so now you kind of have this split in between. And had that been a Sinestro core member, I think it would have been a little bit different because she has changed them kind of for the better. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. like, like they still will fear, but it's not. It's not like terrorism like it once was.
2: Right, you know? and I mean, we even got that at the at the start with uh, you know when we we saw uh, Tomar two killing the guy, yeah. and and his partner was like, "Yeah, we 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 do wield fear, but we can not have to punish everyone with it. Exactly, it's not necessarily a bad thing.
1: So, but but yeah, so now we get the the trial of Tomar two, which I don't think is going to end up well for him because. No. Though the issue I picked back up on, we had that Zodarian girl that became yeah. a Green Lantern from that planet. So I feel like he has—he's going to have to get a replacement. He's going to have to serve his time. Like,
2: I think he'll probably just have to give up his ring. That'll be his punishment. You think?
1: You think he's not going yeah. to spend time in the science cells?
2: I don't know. I, th- I think—I think giving up his ring and having to go back and do a normal life will be like the, they'll consider it punishment enough. Gotcha. Well, maybe I don't know. I, was, I did really I was, like at the, at the end when Kyle's stumbling around, uh, trying to yeah. trying to find everyone. He walks in on on Guy and Arclow, and they're just sitting there yeah. drinking, playing cards. Yeah. So like, ah, these two are great. They're, like that's literally all there in the issue, but it's like I'm yeah. down.
1: That's enough. Well, after their last issue exploits, then they they earned they earned a card game and a drink, I guess. But yeah. But it's it's taking it to fun places. I do like Hal because when you don't make him the leader, he can still be oppositional. And I think that's when he works the best, when he's railing against something. And so for him and John to be at opposite sides, I think does both characters yeah. well. This is the most I've liked Hal coming back in, you know, since what, issue 13?
2: Yeah, Seven's so, the best has been, but he's also been in a more restricted role. He's not been doing as yeah. much. So it's definitely, that's helping. Yeah. I, I will say, Van Skyver wasn't given much to do this issue. I mean, what he does is is fine as always, but he didn't get a lot. But that opening where, where Ramat Rue is being dis you know disintegrated by the Green Flame is is gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Alright, that'll take us on to Superwoman number twelve, which is just me reading this. Uh Kay Perkins writing and Stephen Segovia on art. Uh interesting that like some of the action comics artists have like transferred to this and obviously new Superman's <laughs> artists transferred to action. Uh a lot of the super f- artists seem to be shifting around, which is yeah kind of cool. it means when they do crossover and stuff they all kind of feel like oh I've seen at least this type of drawn version of that character in their own book at some point uh, mm. but uh, so that this was kind of continuing the, the current arc which is Skyhook who kidnapped Zeke Irons a long time ago which is a uh, John Henry's uh, nephew uh, yeah it's Natasha's little brother And Crash, uh, who's who's John Henry's brother, and uh, Zeke's father, is a criminal and he goes after Skyhook in this issue, and Superwoman's basically like, okay, what happened with my suit last issue? I have to try. And she goes to the lab to try and figure it out, and she discovers something. They don't actually reveal what it is until the end of the issue, what she discovers, but she basically, the plot's more or less wrapped up because they they, they capture Crash, they seemingly beat Skyhook and, at least I think they did, let me double-check, But because um, the, actual, the actual ending that, I, that speaks, uh, that's more memorable is that, turns out she actually does still have her powers, and it's tied to how she was feeling about herself, and it was the suit that was just kind of bringing them out of her. However, she doesn't understand why she still has her powers. It doesn't make sense, and my cat just made my entire screen shake, <laughs> everything moved. Uh, so, the issue basically ends with her saying, look, I need to go and find out why I still have powers. I don't know why I have them. I have to search for that answer. So it's going to be like a self-discovery kind of arc that seems to be coming up. It says back to Smallville, so it seems like she's going to go back there. Uh, I imagine she'll go speak to Clark at some point. It makes sense that she will. Uh, but that—that that is basically kind of what the, the main focus of this issue was, uh, which I did enjoy for uh, for the record. Um, I'm I'm digging Lana as the main character. I'm digging her supporting cast. I'm really liking Atomic Skull working for Maggie Sawyer. That that has been like a fun little. Just a subplot, every issue seems to have a scene or two with with him doing something for her. And that's this one he's like beating up a bad guy, I think, what was, the, what was the villain's name? I can't remember. But he beats up this bad guy and he, he brings him in. And uh, he, after he has his fate with him and he wrecks this like, shipping yard, he, call, he calls Maggie Sire and says, oh, I've apprehended the suspect with, looks around, minimal... Uh, destruction, and then the last panel of the, the page is the the, the <laughs> guy who owns the place comes out and goes, "What happened to my shipyard?" and it cuts, and it's just yeah, it's just good That's fun. That's pretty funny. Uh, It's good fun. So, nah, yeah, so Lana is struggling with her uh, with her job because she's she she is technically still supposed to be a reporter, but she's she's obviously busy superheroing, and she's uh, struggling with deadlines. It puts a lot more of the the crash and Zeke stuff in perspective, but we see that. What type of man Zeke used to be, and uh, a bit more, and how, how sort of hell bent he is in revenge for his son going missing, uh, and there's a little bit of tension with uh, Steel, uh, who's a little bit pissed that Lana seems to be taking point on this on this kind of job when he feels like it should be him, but she keeps saying to him, "Look, like, you're not a guy. that's about revenge. You're better than that." Uh, I have to, mm. and she she feels that she has to stop him from going on this path that's maybe destructive, and he ultimately kind of like shows up at the right time and does the right thing with Natasha. Uh, when when they do eventually show up, uh, I will say I still really like how Skyhook looks. Uh, he's got a really cool cool look to him. Uh, you seen him in Nightwing recently. I mean, obviously, you guys are yeah. in Nightwing. He was in the last issue. That. that that's
1: that's the uh, the like the demon looking the yeah, wings.
0: He's got like a blue hood, but yeah, otherwise he's kind of yeah. like a, a demon looking dude. Uh, and that that's basically yeah uh, yeah. She beats Skyhook. She she uh, to get to get Crash back in custody. Uh, or more specifically steel's got him l- thrown over his shoulder uh, yeah. yeah. so it, it, it goes to uh, her like she, she has to now discover why she still has these powers which I'm glad they the arc because a few pages before that when she's like coming into the fight uh, flying in and she's like and she says she discovered she still has her powers and the suit was just like helping her channel them but now she's, she's aware of them she's sort of reignited them and she has them mm-hmm. I immediately went but why <laughs> she shouldn't have them but the the character immediately went, Yeah, I shouldn't have these powers. I need to discover why I still have these. So, you know, that's what the the next mission is going to be. So that's, that's pretty him. cool. So uh no, Superwoman, I'm still digging it. It's uh what well, I do wish I wish these super books were spread out throughout the month. Uh, it's really annoying that Superwoman, Supergirl, and New Superman all hit in the same day. Uh, I wish it, yeah. I wish they were spread. But hey, uh, I'm still digging it, so that's cool uh, so that'll take us on to New Superman Speak of the Devil uh, issue 13 Gene yeah. Luen Yang writing Billy Tan on art Carl, you did you read this?
2: no I haven't been reading New Superman in a long time okay I stopped after the first arc
0: fair enough uh, yeah. for some reason I have to question question it every single time I get to every it every time yeah and I always forget But uh, well, one day well you never remember. know
1: if you're going to get caught up that's all yeah, well, oh, sometimes wait, you have to read Red Hood, so you're yeah, so- really missing out.
0: Sometimes he drops these bombshells. I didn't think he was doing Red Hood this week. I thought he was doing it next week. And right before the show, yeah. he's like, oh, by the way, I read I read Red Hood, and then yeah, then later on in the same show, he's like, oh, I didn't read Flash.
2: Like, well, no, that that was not intentional, though. That, that was uh, I, I,
0: that was I just missed nah. it. I didn't realize it was there. Subconscious, Connor. Subconscious.
2: Sure.
0: <laughs> there was a subconscious element of you that Look, I to read Look, I've Red read, read Flash
2: now. Will you just get over it? <laughs> So, someone's Superbad.
0: testy. I know, he's, 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 I don't know, he's, he's ginger. He's, is that
2: ginger angst? Yeah,
1: just mediocre.
2: <laughs> mediocre. I feel like I just need the, uh, you know, the, the gif from uh, Fury Road.
1: Yeah, I just to say, someone, but, someone yeah. get that sound drop of of him going so mediocre. And,
0: oh, that's, yeah. alright, I was thinking of that that's bait because it wasn't no. no I was there just the one yeah. where he just he just points and goes mediocre ah okay yeah. that's fair that's fair All right, so Anyways,
1: Superman. new Superman I, yeah. I did read it
0: yes and I assume yeah. you liked it
1: I did it's I love Keaton Kong I'm glad even if you know I'm I worried that Yang's kind of bringing this to a close because maybe sales aren't where they should be the fact that he showed up in Action Comics as part of the Superman family yeah he has earned a, he's yeah. earned yeah. a place yeah. in the DCU
0: He's at least sticking around, even if the book ends. He's at least going to be around. Exactly. Uh, uh,
1: but here, I, I almost feel like they can transition into a Justice League of China.
0: It, it does but feel because, that way. Because yeah. this issue... Ultimately, he deals with the fact that he just learned that Dr. Oman said that that was his mom. He doesn't really it's believe her. He goes to find his dad, because he found out his dad was in this facility. He's not there. Mm-hmm. He gets angry. And Ai-Ching shows up, and, or he's already there, and he's like, look, King, you have to focus. You have to. And he takes him to the, sort of, the white chi place again. And he's like, right. look what is your chi telling you to do and it says lead and it's like you have to lead it's time to be the leader yeah. and it's all the symbols of all the different Chinese superheroes pop up it's like you have to find your team you have to form the Justice League of China and you have to win this fight because uh, Superman Zero is now Emperor Superman or whatever Emperor it. Superman Emperor Superman yeah. he's got a new I actually kind of like his new costume actually I like, yeah. I like, I'm like. i digging the whole kind of Chinese Emperor vibe that he's got mm-hmm. it's pretty
1: cool exactly uh, But I, I like do that love that when he tells him he has to create the Justice League of China and he goes uh, and even Robin, bot like. <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: So yeah. he, I like it at the start Emperor because Emperor Superman actually kidnaps uh, Doctor Omen at the start of the issue. Right. He swoops in, and takes her, and
1: he—that's he his mother too in his brain. Yeah, because she she created him in a lab. She created so, him. Yeah, right. uh,
0: But he's not not traditionally. Whereas obviously Keenan is traditionally. Yeah, upset. but
1: but it's a nice dichotomy between the two between New Superman and Emperor Superman. Like that's hmm. it's a fight over their mother. So. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool.
0: That's why I point out. I really like that he uses his freeze breath, and it actually freezes Keenan in a block of ice. And then Avery comes yeah. in and uses her super speed to punch
1: him out of it. it yeah, and she she got a name too. I think it was what is it Fast Track.
0: Uh yeah, or right, fast... yeah, Fast Track. I think I think it was Fast Track.
1: Okay, so she's not just the the Chinese Flash anymore, Avery. She has a a code name, which is cool. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. She love- comes through and warms them up. That was pretty great. I've said this before,
0: I think, but I really love that she's became a main part of this book. Because like, she was interested in Flash. It's- they brought mm-hmm. her in, and it feels like she stuck around, and she's just been here since, and she's it- been one of the, the characters. It's reminiscent
1: of when, when I started reading comics, and you'd get the characters popping up in other people's books. Mm. And it, they wouldn't be, it wasn't like during the New 52 where they'd put it on the the cover, you know. Uh, they would just be there, and then you. that's how you would find another book, because you'd track down what that character did and it's just it's seamless we're yeah. not making a big deal out of it she's just the flash in china and it's she works well with keenan
0: yeah it's, it's great uh, uh so so they make dr omen uh basically emperor superman his end game well not his end game but he's, his current sort of part of his plan is that he wants all the criminals released out the crab the crab shell prison and he makes her do this by so basically threatening to kill and almost drowning uh, her yeah. her ex-husband I guess is maybe the correct term yeah uh, well, you know Zongdan I mean
1: if yeah if she I don't think they got divorced yeah right presumed dead maybe she she presumed dead yeah I mean he's a widower so those are we'll, we'll call him her widower
0: aye whatever Kian's dad <laughs> that's, the, that's the quickest yeah. way Zongdan <laughs> just, just for future reference of his name I feel yeah. like we never learned his name because we just kept calling him the uh, chief Kian's dad well, no, because remember, yeah, he's got his villain's name was like a chief emperor general red something or
1: general dragon. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it was like, it was like five words, so it was hard to yeah. remember.
1: Well, that's it, one of the naming things that I love that they kept from the Great Ten is that I mean, sure you have Bai Shi, who's Chinese Batman, but you also have like the most glorious human firecracker, as as one of the villains, you know, folding paper man, still the best. Folding paper man, who's in this? Issue. Still my favorite is August General and Iron because it uh. describes the the character. But, but it, it, yeah. can, it But anyways...
0: F- it confirms something we'd been talking about, actually. About how, remember how we thought I ching was secretly a villain? And then we said, oh, maybe yeah. it's the Yang and Yan. Like, this is like the good version and yeah. the bad version of the same character. They confirmed that because yep. uh, Omen thinks it's Ai-Ching uh, who's with Emperor Superman. Yep. He's like, oh, no. But I guess, I guess even a shadow looks like its regular self. Kind of thing. Right. So they, they confirmed that it is like an alternate version of him. It's not actually Ai-Ching. I ching who's with Keen, yep. actually is trying to help him. So that's, yep. that's pretty cool. And she, she actually... Agrees, she lets them all out, and we get Chinese Bane, who I wasn't expecting. But this was the kid to... Uh, no. This was the kid who uh, wanted, uh Baxi's, like baishi. spot from yeah. uh, baishi sorry. Sorry, I've saying seen it wrong. Every time is, is, that, is
1: that... Yeah, but it's I, I just take it up to you, the way you talk.
0: Yeah, uh, but no. so yeah, baishi, the kid Baishi like uh, wanted his spot from the the, the train academy, who were yep. t- all trained to be Batman, and they had that whole that whole issue where. Uh, they had a fight, and it was being rigged from under underneath, and his sister was involved, and all right. the rest of it, all that, all that plot. But he shows up in a sort of very bane-looking mask, and he even mentions that he discovered something from America called Venom. And it's like, oh shit, he's actually has yeah. bane. Like he's full on has bane. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty cool. To the point where after his mask gets ripped off, he holds, he holds uh, Chinese Batman up over his head, like he's going to break his back. And of course, uh, <laughs> that's when Keenan runs in and like super punches him in the face. Uh, and saves yeah. them. So we have uh-huh. most of Justice League together because uh, then runs Avery with Robin, Bott mm-hmm. and, uh, and and we're missing uh, Dayline, of course, who's right. still missing because again, it's just it's recently we found out that she was actually this mythical being who was frozen right. in rock until recently, and then the villain who was also frozen in rock. So there's that whole thing, which I love <laughs> as well. I, this book's really good. Like, as as much as it's connected to the rest of the DC world, it's so isolated for the most part yep. that it feels like everything is part of its own story. It doesn't feel like it's hmm? like you know, it's, no. it's not relying on other things, even if it is connected in a little
1: ways. And Yang has a real good control over all these characters, which presumably he created. Uh, the exception being Avery, I guess, and even yeah. i ching but,
0: yeah, and obviously, yeah, you know, exactly the great,
1: who they are.
0: Whenever the Great Ten show up, and, and technically I think yeah. uh, Superman Zero wasn't his creation.
1: No. Although I think it was because he was writing Superman at that time when we got that issue.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't him. That was Tomasi. Or cool to this up? Was he introduced before the final as a Superman arc?
1: Yeah, I think so. I okay, think it was in Superman because they all started crossing over. But, uh, fair enough
0: uh, just because uh, yeah because yeah. it was tomasa who wrote the the arc that you know the end when he was going around and that led to everything
1: yeah uh yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah fair enough uh but anyways uh, it just he has control over all these characters and they all feel right like i never i never have an issue with the storyline in this book yeah. because it just feels like these are how the characters should act
0: yeah uh no I, i'm still digging this it feels super self-contained uh, mm-hmm. the, obviously we still have Keenan showing up in other books and we still have you know characters like Avery coming in but it feels so self-contained in all of these different elements yeah so nothing. definitely alright that'll take us on to the final new book of the week which is Batgirl on the Birds of Prey number 12 I'll keep this quick this is just me uh, again, uh, I'm the only one reading this. I-, I have more books than anyone else on a ch- uh, on a week too because uh, <laughs> I almost said Tuesday. You do. That was weird. So usually it's
1: me that's reading everything, but it's uh,
0: this it, it, week. It just so happens that Superwoman and Batgirl and Birds of Prey both come out in the same bloody week, so I, I have like extra True. on this one week compared to everyone else. Um, so yeah, so last last issue was revealed that Catwoman was the one who had hired or who had stolen stuff from this company, uh, TerraCare. I think her name was. And calculators finally got kidnapped because they want the stuff back. Uh, even though Catwoman, you know, didn't do this intentionally for for this mm. effect. But uh, so this issue was a lot of fun. This issue had Barbara calling Bruce and be like, "Yeah, I need to speak to Selina. Um, could you set something up, please?" He's like, I don't no, Babs. This is kind of a bad time. We're we're you know, it's a really funny situation for us right now." So you know, it's, it's nicely kind of tying into like, what's going on with them elsewhere. Uh, but he agrees reluctantly, and Selena shows up. And it's like morning on a rooftop, and you just see like what looks like Batman in the distance on one of the rooftops. And it's like, but she gets closer, and it's like a, Selena has like some stupid line. Like she gets closer, like, oh, tall, dark, and mysterious. Just like how oh, I like them. That's how I like my bats. Yeah. And she gets close, and it's actually Barbara just holding up one of his calls. And she's like, "Sorry, Selena, <laughs> it's just me." And he's like, "Oh," and she's like, "Damn, I knew, I knew there's something was fishy when he asked him a.m." So yeah, good stuff. Good, good. Playing on what's going on elsewhere, playing on like oh I should have known this was fishy because it's daytime, uh, kind of stuff. And they fight for a little bit because Selena's like damn you tricked me. Uh, but then as soon as like that girl like yells out like there's hostages at stake here because of what you did. We have to solve something. And she's like okay right stop time out what's going on. Uh, and she gets filled in as to what's happened. And it turns out the diamond she stole wasn't actually the, the main thing that was her payment basically whoever asked her to s- steal something said oh by the way there's also diamonds there you could get them for your payment uh, and that was the thing the main thing mm-hmm. that she was actually stolen was like a, a, a serum for something uh, and then it, it does this other thing so last issue it was like oh who's behind all this oh it turns out Catwoman's involved and then this issue does the same thing it's like oh who's behind all this turns out poison ivy's involved poison ivy no, is the one it. poison ivy is the one who asked Catwoman to steal this stuff because it's related to are you trying Earth. to make Matt read this again? I think so. I you think know, I'm doing my best. He's, 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 he's a sucker for this. I, I, m- I
2: mentioned something, he gets in, and yeah, now, well, now he's doing it with Pete. Uh, so, well, so This is the problem when you end up liking
1: characters over creators. It's just like, <laughs> well, I stopped reading because I wasn't a big fan, but character shows up, I guess i got to read it.
0: Keep it since <sighs> since You stopped man. reading Nightwing, Green Arrow, now Catwoman and Poison Ivy have all shown up. Uh, and, uh, I know, and that, that's this Catwoman doing a favor for for Ivy, and they've got their like, camaraderie going there. Uh, so Catwoman basically agrees to like help uh, deal with this, but it turns out Ivy's has is actually infiltrated the building. She's in there pretending to be a scientist right now. Uh, and it just so happens that at the same time, whilst they're going to get Catwoman, uh, Huntress and uh, Black Canary are doing the same thing. Black Canary shows up uh, dressed in like a suit, like she's wearing pants and everything. Uh, which Huntress like cracks a joke at, and Huntress is there as like a repairman or repairwoman, I suppose. Um, and they're undercover to like infiltrate and try and find out where things are. And Huntress is looking for Ivy. Uh, whilst Black, and he's trying to stall the the head honchos from like killing Calculator's uh, wife and son or daughter, whatever his child is. I don't know. I don't know Calculator's family well enough to remember if it's a kid, a a boy or a girl. No, but, that's fine. Uh, so they're so. Black Canary is basically bantering with the, the the suits to try and stall things, and Huntress is basically you know making her Huntress wisecracks. She eventually sees Ivy, and Ivy actually goes for Ivy and like starts attacking the scientist with her reins once she gets what she wants. And Huntress tries to sort of take her on. And I love one little touch here that I really like is that Huntress because she was disguised in like a sort of a repairman outfit, is she mm-hmm. she takes off her shirt and she puts on like her mask, but because she was in disguise, she only has like a Huntress t-shirt on instead of like her actual yeah. outfit. Uh, and that's really funny. So she has a crossbow out, and this is all going down. She's trying to talk Ivy down, but Ivy's like, "No, these people are doing crimes against Mother Nature and all this. Not Mother Nature can't fight for itself, but I will." And it's you know, it's classic Ivy, uh, and she's like doing whatever mm. she's doing. So the big, the big sort of ending of this issue is that Ivy's taking over this whole building. We see it from outside, and there's vines going all around the building, and like uh, Canary and Huntress are in there. Uh, Calculator's family's in there, and uh, Canary and Huntress actually get the family. And canaries like screaming their way through the vines, and they're they're getting out, but they're they're still kind of trapped, built with the more vines. Like they're trying to get out, mm-hmm. and it's at this point that uh, Catwoman and Batgirl, along with Calculator and Oracle, are like speeding towards the building. And Catwoman's like, "Yeah, it's okay. I broke in here once. We can do it again." And that's the cliffhanger before next issue. So I had a lot of fun. This is probably the best arc this this series has had. I'm I'm digging it. If this
1: wasn't in week two. I'd probably be reading this.
0: Yeah, I'm so. tempted. I'm tempted. Uh, but i'm, I'm, I'm that it's a lot of fun it, it's nothing super deep it's it's purely what i've liked about this from the start has been the, the the characters and their interaction with each other and this is just adding a whole like having catwoman and ivy be involved now it's just uh, and and even tying in what's going on with Selina and Bruce into like what, what you know what it's like for her to ask for her help right now like it factors into the design right. uh, i really like so it's good stuff hmm. which i guess Leads us to the highlight segment of the entire show. The, the, the crown jewel in what has been a, you know, solid mediocre outing uh, for comments from the multiverse. Uh, Connor's corner. So, Connor, Red Hood and the Outlaws is number eight. I didn't write down. I mean, I know it's got Lobdell. Uh, I assume it's Rockerfort on art.
2: It, it, it is Rockerfort on art. But,
0: yeah. So, there you go. Red Hood and the is number eight. Connor, take it away.
2: Why, why Why? is Rocket on such shit books?
1: <laughs> I think he likes working with Lobdell because he did Superman with him,
2: too. D- does he like it or is he just being forced terrible. to? Do
1: you think this long and he must like it or he's a masochist? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't get it. I wonder if Lobdell just, like, has something on him. Like blackmail material.
1: That's, see, that's what I thought at the New 52 because Lobdell had all these books that... It made no sense a writer of his caliber should have. Um, yeah, God, I've said that name too many times now. I can't. i got to
2: wash my mouth it,
0: out. It, Matt, let's stop stalling. Connor's not actually spoken about the issue yet, so let's, let's let him do
2: that. Let's let him hey, talk. Connor, are they a team yet? <laughs> yeah, but Bizarro's not in this one, after he tried to kill him. In fact, actually,
0: day. this should be up the whole time during this segment. It, uh, it should. The you. button's up. The, the, the I, I love Red Hood button is up for all your listeners, because don't get to see it.
2: I do like the cover. Cover's pretty nice. I mean, Lobdell L- lot of can't ruin that. <laughs> it's, just, it's a nice piece of rock. Yet. Art. Nice. <laughs> Yet. Nice. Cool. So this is Artemis's origin, basically, because it's the art. This is, this is Who is Artemis? Prologue. And it's basically they go to a bar, have a bit of a bar fight. Someone shows up and it's like they're psionic and project someone and Oh, Artemis is like oh who's that and you know what? how are you here and it's like oh Red does like well you better tell me this story if it's going to throw you off in the fight and then we just get her bullshit origin which was kind of boring it was it was basically she trained with this this woman that's you know she's you know Amazons but they're not in Themyscira they're in some desert because one of them had a fallen out with Hippolyta ages ago so a bunch of them left and they got uh a different pantheon looked after them apparently i don't know okay and it it's basically just them going around you know The it it's showing this it's supposed to be showing this bond that the two of them had and then eventually you know they turn on each other and you know it's it's her arch nemesis basically and that's basically it and and then oh and then they're like oh she had the, the bow of ra which was that thing she was looking for ages ago and this is when it got lost and they thought it was missing and the gods had taken it, but apparently not. But it doesn't say why. It doesn't say how she knows that. It's just, oh, but it, clearly I was wrong.
0: I have a question, Connor. Yeah. Why was this your favourite book this week?
2: <laughs> it would be my favourite book if... You didn't read that for now. You didn't have to read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, you know, I was, I was, I was going to say that and then I was thinking... But even that's still too much praise. Uh, honestly, though,
0: I, I get I get it. This that, is a disappointing issue, because it's mostly not good. Red for the night. I feel like that, that, that delits you.
1: for you.
2: I'm disappointed, because the, the Bizarro stuff is not bad. Okay. And this literally had no Bizarro at all in
1: Cause, it. Because Lobdell's used to writing a bad Superman. That's why. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that might be it. Yeah, Wonder Woman shows up at some point in the flashback. It's where they, they first meet, and... It's the one time where I think Rockefeller's art looks kind of rough. I I showed you guys before. Yes, hmm. Yeah. It's it's, it's not You're great. You're not wrong. No, and yeah. those and, por- those proportions were a little bit right. questionable. And I and, and when Rockefellers you know, the only thing this issue has going for it and then you have a a full splash page and the Rockefeller art's not not doing it. I I think
0: I think maybe halfway through this issue he's like, oh my God, what have I been doing in the last like five years working with Liddell? He's it's done like, really you know, on after him. That,
2: after that page, there's a little fight scene with Wonder Woman and she looks great there. It's just hmm. that, that entrance where it's that reveal, it just looks wrong. And it's it's a real shame. It really feels like he's rushed it. Which is weird because he's not the usual artist on this book, or he hasn't been until now, unless he is for this arc, I'm not sure. Hmm. So, but I feel it feels rushed, which is strange when you're just doing the one issue. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it basically just ends with with Red Hood hitting on her, going, "Yeah, cool, that was, that was fun." And then it says, uh, the hunt for the bow of Ra begins." So I've got an Artemis arc coming up.
0: Excellent. And
2: do you know what? There wasn't even a giant axe. So wh- wh- what's the point?
0: The bow of Ra's yeah. Al Ghul. Is that, is that, that's going to be the twist it's, it's, it's short for if, if me, metal's anything to go by and like yeah. it's just like parts <laughs> of the word make the full word later then it's the bow of Razal oh, so if
2: that happens and this was you know because this was before that they were just setting the stage so look, when metal comes you'll be prepared because this has already been established as a thing mm-hmm. we can do
0: that's, that's my stance so I'm
2: sticking to it yeah. so what was your favourite thing about the book? Roquefort obviously a, that was an easy question, because, you know, 95% of the art in this is very good. Because... So, that,
1: so that Wonder Woman page you showed us, you were just secretly like, this
2: looks great, but I'm going to tell them it looks terrible so I can share it. <laughs> uh, that, that, one, <laughs> that one page looked bad, but everything else looks great.
1: Man. Well, but, yeah, Rock, Rockford's good. That's kinda,
2: it. Kinda... it. It makes it go down easier, I'll be honest, this issue, because it's at least, uh, I can kind of ignore the words and just look at the pretty pictures. Cool. It's just, it makes it flow nicer.
1: You know why? You know why that is? Here's your mediocre.
2: <laughs> is this ever going to drop? Nope. Uh,
1: that's
2: my
0: favorite running joke. Connor's mediocre.
2: Favorite <laughs> oh. um, I have to say, I'm, I'm really not looking forward to this arc coming up of Artemis. Of, uh, I, I know there's a Bizarro arc after that, so that might be more enjoyable. That could be the light at the end of the tunnel. It could be. And I think that's what's Those going on. Who's writing it, though? Shut up. <laughs>
1: i feel like i feel like i'm the roadrunner to your coyote and that light at the other tunnel is really a train not a painted train
3: mm-hmm. even though
1: you personally you personally painted the tunnel on the wall
0: <laughs> Yep, i i i yep i agree with all of this all of it um, That's about right. So of course we, we should mention this is paid for uh, Patreon. One of the perks is Connor's Corner, and you can force Connor to read a book of your choosing. There's four slots because the idea is, is that you could do one per show a month. And, and uh,
2: David is my sworn enemy now.
0: Apparently he is. Uh, and he's making him work through Red Hood. To
1: me, best friend, because you're speaking like Bizarro.
0: He's making him work through the Red Hood, because Connor was reading Red Hood for the first arc, which he he committed to doing, and then dropped it, which is why it started at issue 7 last month, because that was where he left off, back back when the show... Well, I mean, I mean by the time he got to issue 6, we were probably like a good 20 episodes, of the sh- or 30 <laughs> episodes of the show in at that point, but depending on how long that took. But, uh, so... No, that, that is why. Now, of course, if you wanted him to catch up quicker so that he could be like on the new issue at some point, then it would take a second person to, to make him read Red Hood. So that of be course, you,
2: you you can make me read anything. You have to make me read Red Hood. You That's can, but the me.
0: implication is that you'll make him read Red Hood. But you could pick any DC book. Anything. It any well, doesn't have to be a DC book, I don't think. Ah, true. It doesn't have to be, but I think to be in the spirit. You make him read a terrible DC book rather than a terrible book in general. Yeah. I'm just saying Lobdell has some Superman work that you could make him read.
1: I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. But then you know, my worst enemy's not mediocre, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. excellent.
0: Excellent stuff. Uh so that is uh the show on show. the road. Is that Red Hood? I mean, That's
2: Red Hood It was uh it was far, far, far worse than the last issue she's yeah you know, low bar already
0: okay okay so more of that coming next month uh all right so yeah i guess we should do favorites and obviously one of the other things that you get on patreon again patreon.com slash mailedfuzz tv tv is the umbrella in which we do everything so it's not comments from the multiverse uh patreon it's MailfuzzTV tv patreon but you get a lot of perks for the show. And the, the one in the $1 tier, the nice and sort of easy easy one, is you get to vote every week on your favourite issues of the week. So that in the following episode, we'll announce what the winners are uh, on the show. So for last week's episode, uh, the vote for this week's all go up so before the end of the weekend, and you'll have until we start recording next week to vote on that. But the winners are very easy. I didn't even have to look at them. I looked at them earlier. And I can just tell you what they are off the top of my head. Batman won Best Book. Batman won Best Art. Batman won Best Cover. So. Clean sweep. Batman won everything from last week. And I'm pretty sure it was a clean sweep for Matt last week. Almost. It was. Oh, oh my god. Twice in one episode. What have we done? I'm, not, I'm not sure
2: if I've read Batman yet or not. I've not read my books from last week. I've read like one or two. Uh, I think.
0: We, yeah, you were missing of course. It was your anniversary yeah. which is why you weren't here. Uh... Because you forgot until last minute that your
2: anniversary what? was. It, it was. I, I knew when when the anniversary. I knew the date that it was. I didn't realise that happened to fall on a recording day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: Not, I'm not awful. I'm not. I'm not an you're atrocious not, person. You're, you're
0: not awful. You're not atrocious. You're just mediocre.
2: <laughs> I, I don't walk right into that one.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah. We had a T-shirt yeah. with that on it now. I'm not awful. Just mediocre. <laughs>
1: Well, Connor is mediocre is our first t-shirt. Stay on by. I, I
2: like how you say that. Every time you come up with an idea, it's like, that's our first t-shirt. It yeah. is our first t-shirt. Until
1: we get a first t-shirt, then it's our next t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a t-shirt yet. <laughs> well, once we have a
0: t-shirt, yeah, we can start having more t-shirts uh, so that's us favorites so uh, as always we start with best panel of the week i don't know if you guys have stuff picked out do you know what? Uh, this week after i read my books because i actually read my books quite early this week uh, i had had them all read for sometime on thursday which given that i had 10 was quite a feat and i was like you know what i'm going to pick all my favorites before the show i'm going you to forgot have, them. have it all the vans and i didn't i just forgot to do it so here we are you're once a, again you're a
2: madman reading that many books that quick
1: Yep.
0: I I don't know. And then then I finished catching up on Aquaman. So next week, hey, good news, I'll be covering Aquaman next week, issue 26. And I'll talk about issue 25 as well, because obviously it leads into it. Uh, But that's coming next week. Hint, I liked issue 25 a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. So, uh, that's coming. But anyway, uh, I'll tell you this: had Aquaman 25, had I read that the week it came out, I don't know which one best start that week for me, but that would have been fighting for it. I've ah, been fighting for it. All right, best panel of the week, Connor.
2: Uh, uh, I'm not ready. I'm panicking. Matt, best panel of the week.
1: This panel comes from Action Comics. It's it's upset Superman and the family behind him, striking out at Zod right before Zod turns on the Phantom Zone projector. Like, I just angry Superman's one of my favorite things.
0: I like it. I, I
3: might like be
1: projecting, it. but hey,
0: no, I I cannot argue with that. I'm also tempted to go with action, actually. Uh, but I'm actually gonna go with the moment of Supergirl coming after Zod with anger. There's so much. To. Yeah, there's so much I love about that moment. And it looks great, but it just—it's—it's it's the idea because we're not really seeing Supergirl interact with Zod in Rebirth or in a long time in general. I don't think. So it's just really nice to see that, and because it comes after that that dark moment, it's just—it's really really good. Uh, so that, I think that's my pick. Yeah, Connor, right, your time's up, you have to pick now
2: Yeah, that's fine, I was flicking through I almost went with one from Action Comics until both of you did I was like, I'm not, I'm not giving it that
0: hmm.
3: Doesn't?
2: I'll go with something different I'm going to go from Hal and Pals of Romat Rue burning up with the green flame that, that full page spread is, is great too.
0: It's pretty cool. on pretty uh, cool Alright, best cover of the week uh, Let me open my <laughs> comicsology up so I can see the covers again This is important Yep. no, you 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 gotta go last last time.
2: That's all right. I, uh, I'm gonna go with the flash. I think that's a pretty great cover, with him ripping open it to for to be the reverse mm-hmm. flash underneath.
0: Oh man, it, you know what? It's it's between that and action for me. The action cover is really glorious for the whole super family. Looks really pretty as well.
2: Yeah, I think the Wonder Woman cover's pretty good as well.
0: Yeah, Wonder Woman's not bad. In fact, Rockerford Titans is quite good as well. There's quite a good a good number of covers actually this week that are worthy of the thought of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Superman's quite good. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree on go with the Flash. I think as much as I like the Action Comics one uh, with all the family and combat, uh, that that Flash one with him ripping the face off to reveal the reverse Flash is pretty good. So that's my pick. Matt?
1: Yeah. Mine's Action Comics. In fact, I was going to get the Janin variant when I picked it up at the shop, but I took a look at this one, uh, which was the main cover, and uh, it looks great as well. So you guys got all the Superman family on there. Uh,
2: just looks, Matt, Matt looks just great. can't resist
1: yeah. I can't you mean good Superman I picked good Superman I don't know I don't what to tell you guys uh, so I guess that takes us on to best
0: art of the week Matt have you got best art picked out
1: uh, I do not but I will probably pick action comics because the, the what praise a surprise. well it's the praise I also gave Bogdanovich early on yeah. you know it was the first thing I said about the book uh, his Zod looks great uh, his Supergirl like Pete and Pete's panel of the week, yeah. so it's it's real, real good. Uh, it's, it's good stuff. I I'm really
0: uh, start days the cast. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, it's, it's not dark days the casting. <laughs> Every
2: third page. Everyone that's not. Also, I just notice, Can we get rid of this damn button, please? Oh no, no. it's it's been there so long now. I mean, we might as well let it be there to close the show. I I, I disagree with that. Or at least put mats on. All right, I can I can live with that.
0: <laughs> Look at me, so upset. <laughs> All right, um, Ha oh, art of the week. This is a really tough. I feel like my top five is going to be really rough as well. Uh, just in terms of deciding uh, what goes where, because I feel there's a lot of stuff I like, but not that obvious.
2: There's a victor. lot of on on the level stuff, isn't it? Yeah,
0: but uh, there's not that obvious Victor that yeah that stood up. Above and beyond everything else, easily. Um, yeah. Oh, this is tough. Uh, action is definitely an option, and possibly Wonder Woman. Maybe Supergirl. I, I love Ching Supergirl stuff. I'm gonna go with action. I think I'll go with action. But well. I can't. I, I want to fight, picking the same thing as Matt. But in the end, I can't. That's fair. Uh-huh. In the end, I can't.
2: No, no, action's a good choice, but I am going to go with Wonder Woman. I, I really enjoyed it.
0: I was close to it. I was close to picking yeah. it. I, I think the reason why I didn't ultimately um, is there was just a bit more emotion for me in the art and action comics. So that's fair. I think that's that's my pick. All right, top five. This is this is tough because it, last one shot it was like or you know last Dark Days Prelude whatever you like to call it. Um, like that was kind of we we all picked that that was that was an unanimous pick that week, and I feel like this time that's not going to be the case. So, uh, Connor, top five books of the week.
2: Well, I'm sticking with the the Dark Days at the top. Well, oh, you're the but, one who was positive when we were. Uh, yeah, a lot exactly. Next, uh, I'm going to follow up with Action Comics, then Wonder Woman, then then Flash, then Detective.
1: Cool, Matt. Mine's going to go Action Comics, and then Detective, uh, Flash, uh, New Superman, and then, even though I wasn't big on the story, I'll go Supergirl. If I could only pick half of the casting, that would have been on there, but you have to (laughs) pick the whole thing. So You do do indeed. Um, This
0: is a really rough week. I'm also going to go with Action Comics at number one. Yeah, uh, which is insane. Given like you know, two two issues ago, it wasn't even making my top five. Uh, no, but Action Comics at number one, great issue. Oh, this is a hard week. I do not like this week for picking this at all. all right, so Action at number one, and then I'm gonna go with New Superman at number two. Then I'm gonna go Wonder Woman at number three, Detective at number four. And I think I'm gonna go back around the birds of prey at number five.
1: Nice, Well, poison ivy's in it, so
0: who can blame you? <laughs> it's a weird that I feel like again, I actually maybe stood out a little bit more overall, but like I feel like everything else was kind of level. Like I could have easily swapped in Supergirl uh, or Superwoman into mm. those picks, or Flash. I even you know Flash didn't even put my top five, so. Yeah, Flash could have easily swapped in there, but it just yeah that's uh, yeah I didn't dislike the casting. Obviously, we I had concerns with it. I have opinions, and it's not as much of a home run as the last one, but we'll see. So there you go. That is uh, that is the favourites of the week. So that leaves me to tell you what's coming next week uh, from DC Comics uh, and on the show. So next week we're going to have Aquaman number twenty six. Like I say, I've caught up. I will be discussing it next week. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, I, I enjoyed issue 25, uh, also Batman number 27, Batwoman number 5, Green Arrow number 27 Green Lanterns number 27, Nightwing number 25 Superman number 27, Super Suns number 6, Trinity number 11 and then also out but we are not covering them is Harley Quinn number 24 and Justice League number 25, so and possibly All-Star Batman because that got pushed from last week, So, it, or this week, so it could be out next week, it's not, it's not so it's been pushed at least two weeks then Hey-ho. Uh, so, that's what's coming next week. So you can look forward to that. Um, and also, solicits should be out for next week. Those should be coming on Monday. So we'll have maybe some stuff to talk about from yeah, that. Yeah, and too. and we've got
2: more 25s next week. So some bigger issues.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, is uh, yeah. Nightwing's 25s a bigger Nightwing?
2: issue? Yeah, all the 25s are, I think.
0: And Justice League. But uh, I'm assuming that's still it's... going to be Hitch. Uh,
2: let me have a look. Because if it's Hitch... Oh, by the Justice way, Justice League. To, oh, yeah, it's still itch.
0: Yeah, you were you were kind of right not to read Justice League. Uh, you remember the last one was Abnet, and you were considering reading it. Yeah. Um. Basically, that kind of spun out of Aquaman, so you probably would have felt really lost reading that. Oh, good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I Didn't read that then. Uh, so know, so, yeah, That's uh, there you go. Uh, so that is this week's show. That is comics from the multiverse number sixty. Yes, hitting all ten. Damn. Okay. Yeah, uh, so let us know what you thought of the books uh, this week in the comments below uh, or tweet at us at mailed underscore fuzz or individual twitters at wable89 for me at Ryan ninety four for connor at matt of steel 57 for matthew uh, get us on patreon.com as i said earlier patreon.com slash mailfuzz tv if you want to support the podcast and everything we do here uh, you can do that over there and some cool bonuses and stuff uh, if you want to check that out uh, but that is kind of us so yeah keep reading comics and You know, thanks for watching or listening. Always remember, never get lost in the Speed Force.
1: Connor can't stop imaginary.